2: Hey, everybody, Adam Ray for the About Last Night podcast. How are you? Thursday, we made it. Couple more days, and then it's sweet, sweet Saturday, baby. (laughs) I was just talking to uh, Avery Pearson in New York last week about how we need to get rid of Mondays. He goes, What would be your first executive order as president? I said, Get rid of Mondays, man. People fucking hate Mondays. And as a result, they'd be way more pumped for Tuesday. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, and you people would be like, instead of, you know, I hate Mondays, it'd be like terrific Tuesdays. And then Wednesday gets even more, uh, recognition because now it's a shorter week. You got wonderful Wednesdays. You got terrific, uh, uh, no, terrific Tuesdays. Yeah. Wonderful Wednesdays. Uh, thirsty Thursdays. You're thirsty for, for the weekends coming. Fuck yeah, Fridays. Slow it down Saturday, right? Easing into the weekend. Sunday Funday has been established. It's been around. No no change needed there. And then guess what? Mm-mm Mondays. That's right. Used to hate it. Now you love it. Some of you are like, isn't mm-mm the Campbell soup slogan? No, no, no. It's mm-mm good. This is just mm-mm Mondays. So get on it, Trump. <laughs> Make the change everybody wants. That would be the one thing that I would go, all right, Go on. I'm listening. You make that move, and maybe we're on a, an upward swing. Anyway, I uh, hope you guys have been having a great week. I'm in Dallas tonight through, uh, through Sunday with my boy Amir K at the Addison Improv. So come out and see us tonight through Sunday, Addison Improv. I'll get to the, the tour dates later, though. Today's episode is, uh, holy shit, uh, one of those classic ALN fun from top to bottom episodes. It's got sports, movies, comedy. Our guest, uh, is Ben Lyons. That's right, baby. Been wanting to do this episode for a while. I've known Ben for a while. I met him when he worked for Yahoo, and I did this hosting gig called Yahoo on the Road. Ben did this thing where he went all over the country in a tour bus, and uh, they they did worked with bands and uh, all these amazing theaters and venues. And he hosted it, and then they had a little correspondents in each city to do some uh, some pieces for the internet. And I did one of those. And uh, he had me on his ESPN show uh, when my Seahawks were in the Super Bowl. Uh, A few years ago, meet the Broncos. Uh, He's worked for MTV. Uh, He had a show on E! called The Daily Ten. He just live stream hosted the Oscars. Holy shit. Uh, He's got a show on NBA TV called The Warm-Up. He does it all, man. Movies, sports. Uh, Hosts a show here at ESPN on 710. Uh, He's the man. He does it all. And uh, his stories are... uh, Pretty fucking bonkers, dude. He's done and seen everything. It's, it's one of those careers that you go, man, you worked your butt off to get there. Uh, some luck involved. Some uh, who you know. Just all the uh, components that you need. And then he hustles his ass off, man. Flies every Thursday to Atlanta to do the NBA TV show. And uh, he's a great dude, man, and a good hang and a solid conversation. And uh, you guys are going to love it. So uh, tweet at Ben, at I am Ben Lyons, and let him know you love the episode. Follow me on Twitter, at Adam Ray Comedy, at Funny Brad, at Ailen Podcast, at Ailen Podcast on Instagram, Adam Ray Comedy on Instagram, Brad Williams Comic on Instagram, AdamRayTV.com for all my tour dates, Dallas this weekend, tonight through Sunday with Amir Kay and Avery Pearson at the Addison Improv. Get your tickets at Improv.com. Next weekend I'm at the St. Louis Funny Bone In St. Louis, Missouri Uh, Can't wait, 5th time at that club Uh, Tickets at AdamRayTV.com That's March 23rd through the 25th Uh, And then uh, Of course April 1st The Shrine Auditorium in Los Angeles The Kevin and Bean April Foolishness Show. So pumped. 5,000 people. The Shrine. Downtown LA. Me, Bill Burr, Jimmy Pardo, Angela Johnson, Jonah Ray, Taylor Williamson, and some special guests. Can't fucking wait. Brad Williams uh, tonight is at the Comedy Connection in East Providence, Rhode Island. Tonight and tomorrow. Get your tickets at bradwilliamscomedy.com. And then Saturday, he's at the Big Wilbur Theater in Boston. Saturday, March 18th. Um, go get your tickets BradWilliamsComedy.com AboutLastNightPodcast.com For all the merch Our uh, shirts are up there Hats are coming in the next few days Posters right after that Get your merch Bring them to the shows We'll sign them Take pics And continue to subscribe on iTunes Rate and comment on the podcast on iTunes Helps us climb the charts And uh, and, uh, and, and and keep bringing you more fun content huh? Like we're doing in the next few weeks With uh, the creator of Rick and Morty With Theo Vaughn With Jerry Ferrara Uh, with uh, uh, Adam Devine. We're doing a tour recap episode in the next few weeks. Can't wait for that. Uh, And also make sure you subscribe to my other podcast, Good Call with Josh Wolf, Uh, Sports, comedy, you know it, you love it. We've had a Michelle Beadle, Jonathan Coachman from ESPN. We have an Olympic gold medalist coming up soon uh, and some other special surprises. So subscribe to Good Call on iTunes. Rate it, comment. And, uh, and show the love that way. All right? Now that we got the tour dates out of the way, that's the uh, merch info and the Twitter handles. So sit back, relax, and enjoy a brand new episode of the About Last Night podcast with the very funny and the good dude. <laughs> the good dude. It's Ben Lyons. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about What do podcasts? During lunch, dinner, or breakfast? Brad Williams and Adam Ray are here for you any time of the day. So come on and treat yourself right. It's about last night.
0: That's someone who could marry Katy Perry. <laughs> Wait, he
2: married Katy Perry? Yeah, for like a a month, okay. six months, something. Ben, you uh, know decent ab- about me. I don't know if you know my infatuation with Katy Perry. She's number one. Yeah, she's number one. She's a uh, no- number on one in his now. mind and his heart. She's getting. I mean, look, I had a. Here is how I know I my my love and lust was strong. I had a Nyquil dream in which I was going down on her, and I was like, "That's pretty strong." Like, also give it up for Nyquil. Very giving also, of himself too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I would be. Supportive like the, partner. In, it's your dream, but yeah. I chose in the dream to be like no, nah, no. Nah, this one's uh, this one's on me.
1: Well, it was strange walking in here because I didn't know about this Katy Perry connection. Yeah, but you know, a long time ago, I used to work at the E Channel. Yep, I remember produced this for international series about Katy Perry as she, her career was rising, and like this is the shitty apartment she lived in right <laughs> when she moved to Los Angeles. I was like, I know, I recognize yeah. it from <laughs> somewhere. I'm like, wow! You actually live
2: here
0: now. Too? Yeah, that's
2: pretty deep. That's wait. How, you were E for how long? Six years.
0: That's right. Six years. Yeah. And and for those of you who don't know, your dad your your dad was an entertainment
1: reporter. Still is. Yeah, still is. It's so awesome talking to him at 72, and he's just like, I got to get to this Logan screening.
0: Oh my god, he's still hustling. Yeah, oh, he's in it. So, and, and is he fully plugged into pop culture? Like, does he? Can he tell you about uh, who Miley Cyrus is dating? Uh. Eh, more, Not so much that. On a,
1: you know, on a Kirk Douglas hundredth anniversary, you know, box set or a little Burtley gotcha. Chester talk, or okay, you know, I don't know, the latest M Night to a Hitchcock, you might have your cover. <laughs> <But> who Miley's <laughs> hanging up? Can you keep up with who Miley Cyrus is? Dating? Ah, pfft.
2: I, 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 I canceled my subscription to Miley.com like <laughs> at least five months after ago. the haircut. <laughs> I'd
1: like to see a couple indie films from Miley, totally like supporting role at Sundance. If people see it and it's a hit, great. And if yeah. they don't, so what? At least you did it, and right? Yeah.
0: Wouldn't it be crazy if like her doing a dramatic scene across from like Ben Kingsley or something? Like that—that yeah, that, right. that, that well, would just, just be crazy. something that you that's, didn't. That's, I mean, maybe I—maybe like, <laughs> I'm having one of those night cool dreams right now because <laughs> yeah. I just said Miley Cyrus and Ben Kingsley in the same mm-hmm. sentence. Could be.
2: <laughs> what uh wait what what uh your you, your dad then must have been the one that got you into this whole world yeah 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 absolutely you grew up you know watching movies you shouldn't
1: have seen you know you sh- other kids aren't seeing at an early age and going to film festivals and screenings and and interviews and people would call the house and you know all that kind of so stuff So he took you on every piece So was just of part of our life it was just in yeah. his father um, you know, my grandfather, who I never met, he wrote for the New York Post for 40 years, covering nightlife in New York. Oh, and, shit. Oh, yeah. And You're an I entertainment laugh at, reporter legacy. I laugh at some of the things that I've gotten to do in my career and how they're similar on some level yeah. to my grandfather and my dad, but like a little different. You know, my dad learned how to shoot a gun at Hemingway's house in Cuba. I went <laughs> to the LAX gun range with the rapper Nocturnal. So. <laughs> You know, Similar yeah. but different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kind you, know. Of, you, know, different you know what?
0: To, uh, I'm <laughs> I'm sure in 50 years they'll be speaking of Nocturnal the same way they speak of Hemingway. <laughs> exactly.
1: You know. <laughs> you know. Well, some Both say not- nocturnal, nocturnal is
0: the Hemingway of uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, our, our generation. They, I, I've heard that have a, a, a million a, a times. We have a
1: coffee table in our house that was a gift. I think Fred Astaire danced on it or something, and then I was just moving from to a new house and I found some some fingerless leather gloves from a night out with Wilmer Valderrama, and I was like, oh yes.
0: <laughs> this makes
1: sense Dude, that's, wait that's,
0: uh, <laughs> is there a like all finger, a fingerless leather fingerless leather gloves wilmer so valderrama
1: wilmer put on some fingers
0: th- yeah. th- this is some sort of weird hollywood game of clue where it was like it was wilder valderrama with the fingerless leather glove in uh in the viper room <laughs> <Yeah>. wait, <laughs> wait is it wilmer or, or it's wilder Wil- yeah. wilmer yeah you just said wilder yeah uh, sure uh, <laughs> I, I got I got him uh, mixed up with the guy that goes I've got diabetes. Uh, that so yeah I kind of said that. Oh, who, that. Who who's that dude? Wilfred Wilfred Brimley. Uh, that's w- it. yeah Wilfred Brimley. He's got diabetes. Wilmer Valderrama. And that's he's got the kind diabetes. of worlds
1: colliding that <laughs> <Yeah>. my grandfather <laughs> yeah. used to pride himself on is that he did know you know athletes and writers and actresses and politicians and he loved and because that's what it was back then it was people who were well known for being accomplished. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he would go out six nights a week, covering all the theater and nightlife and hangouts, and write little anecdotes. And so that's how my dad kind of grew up in it, and by extension, now I kind of grew up in it. He wrote twelve thousand columns, but passed away before I was born. So I've kind of looked through all. How, this yeah, stuff. how
2: much stuff have you gone? through oh, it's so and cool. To it's educate. like certain
1: actors and stuff have done interviews with all three of us. Um, I have oh, great wow. photos of my grandfather with Dustin Hoffman at the premiere of The Graduate. Oh my god! I interviewed Dustin Hoffman for Kung Fu Panda, so you know that's not really, lost on you, though, right? Like really you think great. of that when it's going yeah, down. Of course, right? or yeah. at Julie Andrews, I showed her old photos of her, with my oh grandfather, my and stuff, and that's so, it's cool. So, so, cool. Like, cool, yeah. What about your pops
2: taking you uh, along for the ride? Like, at what moment do you remember either like a movie premiere or maybe hearing him? getting to talk to them, or was there a question even the way he did it that made you just like pique your interest at the whole world? or There's a game in, in, in Long Island, a softball game called the Artists and Writers
1: Game, and amazing. I saw Saving Private Ryan the night before. I'm 12 years old, and the next day Ed Burns is in the game, and I just sat in the dugout with him and asked him a million questions and just talked to him about the film, and that experience stayed with me. of like, I can see a movie and sit down with someone involved in making it and ask him anything I want to ask him, and just have a conversation. Wow. Now, and were you like, so... Oh, it's super dope. And he was probably like, get this kid out of the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like it's seven Christian inches. Turlington, Turlington. We got me. a reservation afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to Nobu. Like, come on. Get yeah, yeah. this kid out of here.
2: Wait, now, you said like at 12 years old? Yeah, yeah. Now, yeah, most... Brother. Like, 12 years old, like, I guess as a kid, you're starting to come into being a kid and like a little... Starting to really develop that lack of a filter and more, uh, you know, boisterous. But like, were you just always that way? Or did you not like... You knew it was a cool thing to be doing... But you were just so comfortable around it that you were not thinking like, oh, my God, this is Ed Norton. Don't ask a stupid question.
1: Yeah, it's also Ed Burns, not Ed Norton. would be a different movie. But I think that my mom always says to me, you just were comfortable around it. You know, my dad's best friend is the Red Sox radio announcer. So we oh, go to shit. Fenway. We sit in the mm-hmm. booth and would go interview the players and stuff with him. And you know, I was always just like real fan with real cool access. Yeah, And I appreciated it, but wasn't phased by it. Yeah. It wasn't wide-eyed by it,
0: I yeah. think. Now, when you told your dad, like, hey, this is something I want to get into, was he... Thrilled about that Was he like No what are you doing Like uh, I'm telling my Son to go for a life Of cocaine and hookers uh, <laughs> yeah, Like
1: Because if you've seen My dad's movie reviews that's <laughs> The kind of <laughs>
0: that he needs to. The big guy was. Hey, like, I don't know that's uh, my
1: dad If he ever got high In the 70s He said no I was high on baseball like, oh, it. Geez, Wow it. Yeah, that's
0: that's it. Classic yeah. But like But like was he So was Doc Gooden <laughs> yeah, True uh, w- w- Was he Was he encouraging you Of getting into well, the business when, when I When I left school I went to Michigan
1: And, and just wanted to start working and mm-hmm. move back to New York. I wanted to be Russell Simmons and manage rappers and produce and, and run around New York and I did a Bone Thugs and Harmony
2: video. Oh my god, so did I. My mother. Wait, what did you do? It was first of all, I thought you said uh Richard Simmons and not Russell Simmons <laughs> right, when you first said right, that right, 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 so. Right. I'm glad to clarify, but what was the Bone Thugs? Um a both tribute? of those
1: men have a real appreciation for fitness. Thank you. Russell has
2: yeah, the Tantris <laughs> Yoga Studio yeah. and sunset. By the way, Simmons and Simmons, why haven't they opened that you know you know yoga mean? studio? They both
1: have a passion for fitness, music.
2: Yeah, um, so. <laughs> music. I mean, yeah. One,
0: one made the music of the '80s. One sweated to the music of the '80s. So. Bright color clothing. Yeah, you know yeah. What I mean? I so really
2: a band-ex. lot of similarities. Yeah. All spandex. Dude, if Snoop and Martha can come together, why right? can't Richard and uh, Russell? Uh, Russell. Richard and yeah. Russell. Yeah. All right.
1: Um, so I, I was doing that. Yeah, my mom did the catering on a Bone Thugs and Harmony video that wasn't Crossroads money. This was like ten years later, and I remember loading them into a car. We didn't have money for a car service in the video. It was our family minivan. And lazy and crazy and busy, and everybody gets in the van. And my mom, and she just drives them to the set, and oh. I, there's no room for me. And I was like, I'm gonna jump on the train, I'll see ya. So I had all these wild hip hop adventures early in my career in New York, and took Nate Dog to a dog spa once and have him give an old English sheepdog a bath. Like, just did Wait, weird what? stuff. No, that no was that was a mushroom around. trip. That, so, that, that wasn't real. So when I went, when I went my dad it yeah. was like, yo, I have this opportunity with MTV to kind of interview actors and I, I really want to pursue it and he was like all in he was like yes as long as you're not in the studio with Ray Raekwon anymore like please <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How, what, what was the I best? told him I went to the Lox concert last night yeah. here in LA and I told him I was seeing the Locks, and he goes Jewish? I go no so no, funny no, I'm <laughs> such a Jew it's so great uh, wait what was the MTV gig? Uh, was, the first thing I did on TV was a show called Your Movie Show me and Suchin Park. Yep. yep I
0: remember Suchin Park.
1: First three interviews I ever did on yeah. TV, half hour each: Will Smith, Angelina Jolie, and Jack Black. What? Like, whoa! Anybody have heard be, of? Uh, you
2: know? <laughs> they just that's they just tossed you in. They just go for it. How did you Jump get? Uh, just to backtrack a minute. So Michigan, you were doing what? Broadcast journalism, or I was an English major cool. and running around
1: yeah. and hitting the radio station, and you know, oh, you were you work in the radio station, yeah, late night hip hop show, like
2: wow. two three in the morning on you know Monday. Like, who's listening? Wow. To that You know what? Uh, great experience. Yeah. Oh
1: yeah, Michigan was awesome, man. A lot of a lot of my friends in LA are are people I knew from college. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of a reason why I moved out here years after.
2: But you knew being in Michigan, you were like, eventually I'm coming out to LA to try to transition to TV. No,
1: I mean, I moved back to New York and honestly, New York changed a lot. Like, I don't know how deep, I know you're from Seattle. I don't know how
2: deep your relationship with New York is or when you
1: first started going out there, but the city changed a lot and was getting more expensive. And I tried to be in the music business and the music business is insane. Like I had funny stories to tell now, but what the music business is nuts what so, did you want to do in it i don't even know you're yeah. 20 21 22 yeah. you're just to be in you just want to touch the culture you just want to be yeah. in it on any level so yeah i had a lot of a lot of love for that time in my life but i knew all right i want to try moving out to la it's so much cheaper the weather you play yeah. golf in january yeah come sure. out here with like half a brain yeah, half you'll be a ninety percent of the game. Yeah, this is true, right? Seriously, so I, I, uh, I, yeah, I gave it a shot. I don't know, about twelve years ago, and it's fun.
2: And MTV, I mean, that's they when you, I guess, that was what year when you jumped the board, four or five. Yeah, somewhere. so they're still very, I think, heavy into like the interview. I just mean Suchin Like i would yeah. never
1: been on television before, and yeah, that was, it was
2: Suchin
0: Pac Yeah, that was Suchin Pac and Sway, like that group of like Serena Auchel yeah, 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 and
2: Loder. yeah. Loader, yeah. Loader and Loader
0: was still there, still in the studio. Of Madonna probably right now getting exclusive
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> with candles lit like this. Yeah. Sure. Tabitha Soren walking on the yeah. on, on Venice with Tupac, and he had a leather vest, and no one's stopping Fuck. them. Fuck,
2: love So that must been surreal because you probably grew up watching all that shit, and you're like, now you're. I threw I threw a party at forty
1: forty for my first time on TV. Oh, my
2: God. Damn. Jay- Jay-Z's yeah. club?
1: Yeah, I don't think he was
0: there, but I <laughs> yeah. threw the party. That was pretty sick. tells <laughs> you a lot about me at 22 years old? <laughs> well, sure. You're, you're on TV one time, and you're like, let's blow
1: up. I got $1,500 to go on TV, on yeah, MTV. Like, Let me throw a party. <laughs> yeah.
2: They're going to do a 30-30 on my 40-40 party. <laughs> uh going <laughs> would cost me 5 grand to throw the party but fuck it what uh how much prep do you do for Will Smith is that just like yo man big willie style well,
1: the, I, you know that whole experience actually jokes aside taught me a lot because I wanted to go in and it's you have half an hour and you're you know, you long wanna, you wanna, yeah, you wanna do something like this where you ask them about their career and the first things they did and you know and it's M T V and they're gonna use two minutes of it maybe, right. and it's for Shark Tale, an animated movie. So where do you like to pee the pool in the ocean? Is it yeah. probably gonna make the show? Nice. Right, Not really talking about six degrees of separation for and sure. why he isn't taking more serious roles throughout <laughs> <Right>. his career. It's <laughs> right. not really the <laughs> yeah. the venue. They don't want to get into that. Real quick so, though, do you or ever Todd McCullough's ear size? You know what dude, I mean? Yeah. What which also pull. came up in the interview. Uh, wait. Because re- Philadelphia. I feel like Sixers yeah, were popping dude. then. Was amazing. So, McCullough's like a UW guy. Got I watched paid. him play. Yeah. Got, like a huge contract.
2: Guess what, man? Went to the finals. A integral uh, in, uh, yeah. part of that squad. That uh, team is so duty when you go and look at it. The uh, Sixers? Oh, Sixers team. Dude. Um, uh, Who who's the power forward? Uh, not Derek <laughs> Coleman was No, Tyrone Hill? Hill. Tyrone Hill. You know, an Underrated, dude. Never be in the Hall of Fame, but like... If Tyrone Hill was like an Ori type player that contributed uh, at a high level, but I remember this NBA
1: Inside Stuff segment with Tyrone Hill. Like, I'm going to show you guys Cleveland and him just driving around nope. Cleveland, and mm-hmm. this is like 1993, yeah, the height of stuff. downtown Cleveland yeah, or whatever. Sure. So you're like, what well, is a yeah. tough day on set? <laughs> right. Now that I'm like in. Sp- in sports media, and yeah. thinking about the camera crew, the location scout. So, yeah, so you you're know like, oh, all the things. Man. that oh, we You're in that Cleveland, day. and you have you know yeah, the yeah. most uncharismatic yeah, Ty dude, Tyrone Hill, playing tour guide in '90s no. Cleveland.
2: That's a tough day. I'm that's sad. like I'd rather go to Disneyland with Matumbo and be <laughs> like, Yo, man, show me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, sure, because then the, at least when like Captain Hook runs up to you and like tries to mess with you a little bit, he gets to wag his finger and go, No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> that's perfect. That's my yeah. that's, that's my spot on to that's, Cambay Matumbo impression. Better than
1: your Wilfred Brimley
0: or whatever.
1: <laughs> but uh, I, speaking of uh, NBA centers uh, from foreign countries going to Disneyland, the highlight of this Jeez. Knicks season was the Sports Center segment that Porzingis, Porzingis did at Disneyland. Yes, I saw he it. put the teacups on, did the cars ride, he had the little ears. Nothing else from this New York Knicks season brought me as much joy as that oh, moment. Oh, no, for real? It's a real thing. You well, I
0: mean, if you look at the Knicks season this year, there's not much that could bring you all that much joy.
1: Imagine oh, you're a Seattle fan, so yeah. there's obviously you know a lot to I, go into with that. But imagine as a child or as a 25 year old man, like, I went hey, through it. You go through this. Hey, everybody, at Key Arena, look who's here tonight. Detlef shrimp old player from this. Oh wait, he's getting arrested. Oh, yeah. what, what do you yeah. he mean he's getting arrested?
2: Yeah, what would be what our version of that? that? Yeah, yeah. That was, for, for you, it, yeah, for was you, it of- might
0: be like Sean Kemp or like yeah. Perkins. Hey, It'd be Perkins, yeah, hey, yeah. Bro, long
1: arm Sam Perkins is here. You remember from the '96 high as fuck. There Just he is in the front row. What, what? He's being arrested.
2: Yeah. Were you now as a Dyer Knicks fan? You were probably all on Oakside, right? Like, or are you like, oh Yo, man, you're drunk? What are you doing, shoving people?
1: You know, Charles Oakley isn't the first guy to go in the garden a couple cocktails deep and yell at James Dolan, right? <laughs> yeah. We've all been there,
0: yes, dude.
2: You I know, mean. it's
1: called the Tuesday versus the Hawks.
0: Yeah. If you have an opportunity yet to, to yell at Dolan. You You're, take it. That's what's part of the price of admission, you know. So, yeah. I don't know, man.
1: It's 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 a really shitty situation that can only happen in New York. And of course, you ride with Oakley on it. I mean, why isn't he involved in the franchise in some way? You just figure it out. Sure. Why this aren't so
2: many Nick rates involved? Like, I would have that whole '94 squad in the front it's so office. So depressing when they sell the history of the franchise as a team that was just almost. Yeah. Like, y'all,
1: you all know this team. They got to the second round and beat the Sixers in that first round playoff series in 1989 the 27th anniversary. Round of applause. Favorite yeah. Johnny Newman. Round of applause. <laughs> Fa- favorite Nick squad of all time? Um, I like that 99 team. Everybody talks about the 94 Houston, team. But well. I like, yeah, the 99 team that, you know, made it to the finals, the eight seed. I, I always love that team. Chris Childs, puns Kobe in the face on national TV. <gasps> Unreal. You know, Mark, sure. Cam- Marcus Camby.
2: Camby was a baller, dude. And, I thought he'd be a Hall uh, of Famer team. through you guys. Yeah. I don't know.
1: I I think, unfortunately, I don't know if this happened to Marcus or not, but just the city of New York kind of gets a hold of some of these dudes. That was my next question. And just Fashion Week becomes a thing, and (laughs) Amari Stoudemire starts dressing like Lenny Kravitz on acid. (sighs) Yeah. There's only one Lenny Kravitz. iced-out
2: menorah and the fur hats. What are you doing? You know what I mean? That wasn't Phoenix. That wasn't Glendale, Arizona. It wasn't
1: his press conference at the Garden. You can look it up, and he goes, the Knicks are back, and he's got a men's warehouse suit and a beeper on his belt. (laughs) Ha, ha. And he's outside the garden. You can look up the photo, and then you see him now. And it's you know, fashion week and yeah. it's ba- red what- wine baths, and no other professional athlete bathes in red wine. Yeah,
2: and yeah. Then, and, then, and then does a whole video uh, piece on it to show the world. It's like, dude, there's some things we don't need. Like, I know we live in this age with social media and everything, where it's like there's so much access and and uh, ways to. And everyone's like, I want to share so much. It's like, man, still, I I love the idea of like not knowing everything about your heroes, <laughs> right? You know, <laughs> Tom Hanks isn't like a fucking isn't Snapchatting his wine tasting trips although now that I say that by the Hanks way thanks man if you're listening <laughs> we'd love to see what you're doing in Sonoma next oh, weekend
1: Rita Wilson
2: weekend in Sonoma so <laughs>
1: nice man traveling Cicero to the Yaya pants a, or whatever example, that is right? yeah, that's that was,
2: a nice
0: rom-com waiting to happen was that a weird Beach Boys song like a track I don't know it's track? a bunch of those
1: movies I know that'd
2: be great
0: <laughs> what,
1: what is gotta you gotta get you in some rom-coms like know, can we dude, have a I'm, call with your agent and I be like know. listen I need just like
2: dude, I two or three rom-coms as the best friend Adam and Katy Perry
1: you know, I just what's up, dude? That's I'm working move. on it,
2: man. I know that's the. I mean, you know, rom com
1: game. You get Nancy Myers. You go shoot in Santa Barbara. I know, dude. A nice kitchen. I love Nancy you Myers. Got the sweater on right now. I, I'm like, <laughs> I could play. I could play internationally. You can be dubbed over in German with Thank that you. sweater on right love now. Love dubbed
2: over in German, <laughs> and and that's coming from a Jew. <laughs> what uh, what is it about New York? Do you think that does just um, not only for the NBA players that go there that are uh, a little. You know, unaware of, of the hype of it But like, like for A-Rod, when he went there He knew what he was getting into But some guys don't, right? But what is it about the city that is just can be overwhelming? It's
1: like, What time's the game over at the Garden? 10-15? Sure Shower, you talk to the media a little bit Say what up to Swiss Beats Alright, how you mm-hmm. doing? Nice to see you and the kids Say hello And then guess what? You walk it's outside It's 11 o'clock Where do you want to You want to go, go out? You want dinner? You want to go to Saturday Live after party? You want to go oh, to a what,
2: whatever you want? It's yeah. right there. So versus any other city would right.
1: Hey Milwaukee, that. you finish up, you say goodbye to, uh, you know, Victor Brick who's in town, you <laughs> know. LA uh, LA Staple now, but maybe he's from the Midway but go, well, what? There's nothing to do.
0: Yeah. So, so that's, where, that's, whereas that's, New York just whatever concert is in town, you can either go see that, maybe catch the after party, like do like yeah, totally. it's just so it's that whole world being European women
2: Opened up Yeah
1: It's European women You know what I mean Did They're I,
2: everywhere in New York There's I just, no European women out here I was just at uh, Gotham this past week and we're uh, you, wait no you did, yeah you came yeah. last time yeah, yeah. and uh, Seinfeld popped in on my last show of the weekend to do 40 it's like those things are possible out there
1: I mean LA too I don't like. know if the reason why the New York Knicks basketball team has not had success in recent <laughs> no. years because the guys are ben, going out it's and seeing a direct pop up Seinfeld sets <laughs> it's a direct J.R. Smith shot 34% on Sundays because he, he just loves <laughs> yeah.
2: sketch comedy right he was how, out there how much you know? uh, how much Advice did you get from uh, MTV or uh, Suchin Park when you were doing that shit?
1: Well, I learned from that experience is to write your own questions. And if okay. you're gonna do that interview game and sit with actors, and you can mm-hmm. collaborate with your producers and your bosses, but don't let somebody write on a piece of paper crazy shit for you to say. Like, well, because you know, it's not in your voice. It's not in your voice, and there's yeah. always and that's where I learned the oh yeah yeah do it do it your way and do one ours you know do it our way and we'll see mm-hmm. which one we use you know, after the thing. You know, all right, you're gonna use yours. You know what I mean? So I, I think it's important that. that that experience helped me take a little bit of ownership of my voice, and mm-hmm. you know what, I, as I moved out here. So, um, yeah, I don't know. She was dope though because she she got it. She understood the game, and she was. I saw her years later. She was. She transitioned to do fashion stuff, and so she'd be around E. And she was super cool. Like the way she like treats the crew and all those people. Like some of those people in that hustle in that entertainment news world don't behave that way but yeah, sushi sure. like god you're a real person well yeah, yeah. and
0: if you look at like we, we we briefly touched on who was working at like MTV News back in that time it was legitimate journalists like pe- like people being journalists not like hey let's uh, do 9,000 replays of Snooki getting punched in the face and, la- and laugh at it That's so
1: true I, I had a, a friend and-, and he dated um uh, Serena Alcho for a while so we would mm-hmm. hang out with her and you'd go to dinner and she'd be like oh yeah that reminds me of this time I was in Kosovo and you're just like oh yeah so you please pass the da, da, da. we're like what <laughs> oh yeah you're not just like a entertainment news puppet like yeah. you're like oh you jumped out of airplanes and went underground and trafficking and all this like Fuck. real yeah. shit you know tap at the sore and like the stuff those like guns ones with those kids I remember yeah. some kid in a Florida Marlins baseball hat and like Wichita with a machine gun and it was like whoa this shit is loose yeah
0: oh, so it's it, killer yeah i remember them doing stuff on uh on the blood and the crypt gang wars that were just like no one else was covering that see i wish i was born 10 years sooner and i could have been simon rex at the mtv beach house that would sick yeah in wichita
1: it goes what we're here goes Shore. Real world five yeah. hawaii and we got yeah. dj scribble here oh. in vogue stopping by like let's do uh, this yeah what?
2: i mean dude i think get a mellow yellow and just like rock <laughs> out <laughs> that has to be that MTV Spring Break experience has to be on... If you came up when that happened, like on everyone's like that's wanted wanted to jump do. in a time machine yeah. and do one visit a piece of history like some people are like I'd love to go to the dinosaur age or when you know McEnroe won his first Wimbledon
1: or hang out that's with that's the jump
2: you made at spring break <laughs> hey, Daytona man. Beach Tone Loke
1: 1991 Ed Lover yes A-yo, let's go hey yo
0: it's Tone Loke man
1: Tone Loke by the way acting career after wow, Ace Ventura man. totally fell off should yeah it, which have is been, a bummer obviously probably did some voiceovers and a million like kids things but like Tone Loke should be he
2: movie. should have had happened what happened with Craig Robinson in uh, knocked up, you know what I'm saying where it was like play the bouncer? And yeah, dude. And, uh uh so I feel like on so E E was after MTV, yeah? Yeah. Well, I do want to touch on something yeah. briefly because yeah. you've you've S- done like
1: really listening to the Ben Lines career deep dive.
0: Hey, oh, yeah, dude. Really? Oh, dude. well, this part of it because uh after MTV, you you I think you went to another job that Am and I would consider a dream a dream job and you got to host the revival of Guts.
1: Oh, oh, dude, aggro yeah, crag did. every day, man. Oh my! Please tell me <laughs> they gave you so a piece of it. I got a piece of the crag.
0: Shut up! Yeah. Why oh, didn't you bring God. it? <laughs> Don't ever that let show me to was place, a piece That show was so
1: it. dope, man. Because I got there the first day and I was like, "Where's the prompter?" And they're like, "There's no prompter." I was yeah. Like, wait, 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 what? What? I have to like improvise. Do all this aggro crag language or all this play by play? All the kids yeah. flying across the stadium spectrum, blah, blah, just like yeah. running around Nickelodeon crazy, and that was a beast of a show but it was so
0: much fun so fun right oh
1: my god nickelodeon is the best the like, kids stuff and
0: then like fun. did you get to
2: try out any, any of the sports stuff like oh you yeah did, did put they you on the
1: bungee cord and you dunk, to dunk. the basket yeah and
2: stuff and you probably fly even the, better than it was in the 90s it was like more extreme yeah it was like right. more slime
1: and it was like it's more <laughs> aerial assaults and the one day that was nuts it was at universal in orlando which for three weeks in august is you know Whew, it, tough don't go outside
0: one, right don't go outside
1: so uh but I, we did some big race through, like, a toontown or something, you know, Mm -hmm. and the kids are on segues and running around. And I'm doing, like, play-by-play of the race, and I just look at the monitor where there's Video Village and everyone's standing around watching, and I just see Mark Summers, like, standing there chilling. And I'm like, oh, shit, Mark Summers is watching me Call some zany wow. obstacle race thing, you know? Right.
2: What he does? That dude was so
1: awesome and so yeah. cool. We've had him on the podcast. He he He's told great. a great story about why he got. You've had him on the podcast, cool. yeah, dude. Foodie now, dude. He was a stuff. comic,
2: but his stories of starting at the
1: comedy store are mind blowing. So dope. Yeah. And he said the reason he got du- uh, double dare back in the day was because it came down to like him and one other dude, and they'd done six or seven reads and they'd gone in a bunch of times. And without being prompted, he finished a segment and was like, stay tuned for more Double Dare right here on Nickelodeon. Like, that's the only thing he did different, just because it felt like the natural yeah. beat mm-hmm. that the thing needed. And he said that's why he got is this that show. that's crazy? Just he's one, convinced. Just one, one little, little thing. Well, because so improv, you show you know, or where are aware of your surroundings. Yeah. And, there's a lot of cool technical host shit that you learn as you pick up as yeah. you go on and take on different jobs and stuff. And that Nickelodeon one definitely helped me do radio live. No shit. Do Oscars live. Like, you're in a... You're in f- and Orlando and some soundstage with two thousand tourists who've been waiting online screaming all day, screaming kids, yeah, screaming kids and families who are maybe a little camera shy and maybe if Johnny messes up the slalom slide, it's going to be a very uncomfortable <laughs> night at the Hilton Garden <laughs> Inn pool. You know what I mean? Like, also, that's this some is the great dramatic stuff right there. This is a, so.
2: one of the greatest like things that's happening to this family and this kid. Oh my god! To be on the show, what? to be on TV, to like it's huge. Every kid wanted to be on guts.
1: You no, know, it was it was it was really cool, man. I wish we got to do more. We did twenty five of them, and then it just
0: yeah. And, and I'm glad you talked about like the skills you pick up as a host because like people, people people talk about actors and comedians and improvisers, but hosting is its own skill that I think people look over way too often. And you you can tell when you have someone who is a good host versus someone that is just. Famous that they give a microphone to and like yeah you're ho- like when, whenever they had like one of the Kardashians host the red carpet I, mean, I know you can't talk bad about them because he used to work at E so it's like this say like what, sacred what, thing. what
1: possibly could you say bad about <laughs> yeah Dude, yeah billion. Those sweet angels what do you mean yeah <laughs> kept the lights on
0: yeah right <laughs> Who paid uh, for Seacrest sushi yeah <laughs> <laughs> every night so like like when you when you have her when you have Courtney do like or she's hosting the red carpet versus an actual host like well
1: here's the thing even with those girls, like mm-hmm. they've
0: been at it for so long now that like Courtney's now hosted like
1: 25 red carpets. So she's actually done some hosting stuff. Like I get your point, but there yeah. are times when you'll be on these jobs and they'll be like, we're so excited. Like you'll do the stage and then you'll have like in the in the audience, you'll have this YouTube star and you're just like, yo, she puts makeup on her face. I don't know if she can hold a microphone and like send yeah. it to commercial and have an IFB. And not to say it's manual labor, but there are well, little and- things that you do as a professional yeah. that, that you would like to see translate and come through, yeah. but yeah, sometimes it's fun though with somebody who isn't you know constricted by some of those sure.
0: limitations who just lets it rip and goes nuts. Well, because like in my first deal with hosting was I got to host a Red Bull Flugtag one, one one time, and it's a live event. That's where the people go off the docks and the homemade flying machines and they crash where in the water. Uh, San Francisco, and uh, so you talk about having the IFB in your ear. For those for those who don't know, there's a small radio thing that goes in your ear that a producer can tell you okay you're gonna toss to this guy you talk for 15 more seconds It's like
1: a secret service thing yeah in your
0: ear. but your they're voice. talking to you as you're talking and you can't stop me like what was that like you you can't you, you oh, just... some people can. Oh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it happens.
0: Yeah. Sure. But like it, it was just the weirdest experience because I would be talking to a microphone that was on about a five second delay over loudspeakers over this field. So I'm hearing myself talk what I said five seconds earlier. And I'm thinking about what I'm going to say next. And I got the producer in my ear going, OK, you're going to throw to Callie in 20 seconds. OK, well, she's not ready yet. 10 more seconds. Like, and it's a lot. T- saying that, and it's a hard thing that, to do. That's
1: where television is a team sport, right? And a lot of hosts make the mistake because they're the one on camera driving the story that it's about them. But what your director could be like, all right, so we're going to throw in about 20 seconds over mm-hmm. to the main stage. Or you just have a director who's like, 20 to the main stage. And it's just in and out. And if yeah. you have a chatty Cathy on there and you're rambling, and then it's a bad director and it's a bad product, like yeah. that's what you... Running around in the hip hop days for me, like doing all that video production work and stuff, I learned about editing and how, how to hold the camera and yeah. location and lighting. And, so then you really realize TV is a team sport. I mean, how many people were on that Red Bull crew?
0: Yeah. Sound quite guys, a few. gaffers,
1: right. stage managers. Stage managers are the shit. Like those dudes <laughs> who've been around for, I've been here 30 years. Yeah. Yeah. The guy who's the stage manager at Extra says he was a bullpen catcher for the Mets in the 60s. What Which guy am doing? Dad it Reggie. Oh he, shit! He did yeah. Soul Train for many years. Oh, as a stage shit. manager, and Kristen Stewart's dad, is a big stage manager. He often John does Stewart. The yeah, he does at that. midnight. Yeah, he does uh, yes, at midnight. And I know him very Spike well. Spike Feresten show, and he did. Uh, By the way,
0: John Stewart, not Daily Show. John Stewart. Kristen Stewart's dad is Chris actually named John dad, Stewart, who's
1: a boss. Yeah, um, he's he great. He does like Robin Roberts stage at the Oscars. Tom from The Soup is like a wow. you know been doing it since like the beginning of E. Like so, I love learning about those crew dudes and, and finding out their re- weird history and stuff.
2: The uh the E job that comes from how do you how do you get? Were you, do you like run its course at MTV? Or are you like, I mean, like I signed a like, six month
1: deal at MTV. Oh, okay, they cool. used me once, and the show just disappeared. So I was mm-hmm. like itching to get at it. I did some stuff on MSNBC and NBC with my dad, uh, and then I had a general meeting at E, and I remember going in like kicking and screaming to my agent
0: being like, nah,
1: this is corny, man. Yeah. Like, I don't do this. I don't do gossip. I do I do hip hop.
0: You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm street. Yeah. So <laughs>
1: and then and then it just started where I found a show called The Daily Ten where I got to talk film each week. My yeah. boss was this super cool dude named Bob Lifton who did the best damn sports show on, on, come on. FX yes. For years, Dude, you know, one of the greatest shows of all time, Fox sports, or whatever. So yeah, he got it. So we were both these dudes and with Sal Masekela from the X games, aunt, yeah, he's buddy. like the main host. Mm-hmm. And so it was like these three dudes who love sports and, and, and hip hop and music and stuff. And we get to, yeah, we talk a little gossip and celebrity, but I was 25 and on TV around the world and got to interview every single movie star on the planet. Like it was awesome. And it really just put me in this, this lane of film coverage and, and, just being in that world and covering those festivals that
2: I've now kind of continued to do in my career, but yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, you crushed that, and I feel like Thanks, you. Player. Yeah, you. Uh, it's so funny to even like. I mean, I was, you know, somewhat even starstruck when you had me on your sports show during the Super Bowl because I was like, man, I've been watching this motherfucker for years. Yo, this dude, I just did the
1: Oscars with this guy uh, Troy, who's on the Goldbergs. Troy, Troy Gentile. Troy Gentile. Yeah. yeah, Gentile.
2: Yeah, that dude. He's A like trip.
1: He's like, yo, man. I'm just so honored to be here at the Oscars, man. Like, I grew up watching you cover the Oscars. And I'm like, oh, shit. He's 22 years old. Yeah. I'm 35 I'm doing this 12-year. Yeah. Yeah, he, he might be right. Like, that hit me
2: hard. Yeah, yeah. That was aw- I mean, it was wild. Uh, what, uh, did, I feel like you, watching on that show, I felt like Ben Lyons found who he, like, your voice, I feel like you had. I can like, e? Yeah. Yeah, like you, you were. They let me. They let me
1: be me, and that's to your point about hosting and like you know the skill of it is just finding your voice and seeing what you're comfortable with. Like if I sat with Gwyneth Paltrow and talked about her Tracy Anderson arm workouts because that's what my boss wanted. Am I comfortable with that? No, but I find a way to make it my own, and you find a way and an angle and an in to to get closer to your voice like that. Yeah. you understand the medium. It's like, I remember I would get there, I'd be like, I'm covering the Hollywood land junket. <clears throat> remember that movie with Ben Affleck? Oh, yeah. like right, 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 Superman and Adrian yeah, Brody. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: murdered like, all oh, that Shit, best. they
1: got Bob Hoskins in the junket. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm staying up all night. I'm doing my Hoskins homework. I'm like reading all these articles and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I'm getting in there. I'm doing a kick-ass 10 minutes with Bob Hoskins. Like... When the fuck is that airing on the E channel? Like never.
2: Probably not, man. He's not a top storyline. So
1: it's it's Ben Affleck's workout routine, and if he's sure. talking to Jen, and that, that, that. So yeah. it's like you learn how to make it your own. And but I would just take those Hoskins moments moving forward. I figured that out early, and was like, okay, if this is never going to air, then I'm just going to do this for me and have an awesome experience. Do they, and they still let you take that in. tape? Oh yeah, yeah. So you leave an Iron Man junket with 70 minutes of content that you're going to shoot for two and a half minutes on the show, maybe. So, yeah, I'd I'd be like, sit with Sam Rockwell. You're like, this is not going to air. This is not going to see a lot of days. <laughs> he's just
2: the shit? He's one of my favorite actors.
1: Yeah, Sam Rockwell's awesome. I like to see him direct more. Fuck I know yeah. is directing a little bit, but I like Sam Rockwell. But but like, Stan, just, yeah. He's like the
2: last, he's like, he's due for an Oscar nomination. Like, everybody. Hope, percent, dude. You know what I
1: mean? Should have, like, oh yeah, because he's been killing it for years in one of those kind dude, of, should, you've
2: arrived, but you've been here forever. Yeah, right. dude, he, uh, Confessions of a Dangerous Mind, I feel like he could have. Killer. I, I mean. And then how, like, when you're... ask real quick. Oh, yeah, like, sure, So sure, in sure. stand-up, like it. like, it takes us, like, people say, you know, 10 years to start to find your voice. Maybe even less, like, to, like, five, six years to start to go, like, okay, cool. Like, I'm sure Brad and I can both attest, like, you start to go, oh, cool, I think I'm figuring out who I am on stage. And then really honing it, but, like, is, does that translate into hosting where it's, like, a certain amount of gigs or um yeah absolutely
1: you, i think yeah. i think it's when you switch teams when you play on somebody else's field if, if if that makes sense so you work at e you learn their language you learn their crew you get in their rhythm and then oh you go somewhere else and then you're like okay how do i con- to what's the ESPN. constant go to espn i go yeah. to yahoo i go to extra you get hired by other places so it's like what's the constant at all those places it's cameras lights sound guy crew guy it's you it's your voice you know so how do you bring that with you to each new place and i think you have to get i mean it worked for me where i got knocked down a little bit you know so Mm -hmm. doing at the movies the roger ebert the cisco and ebert show that we did it for a year a lot of people didn't like it that helped me kind of go back to the basics and find my voice yeah and and be like all right you know what i can still be here and stand here and i think i think that definitely helped me get closer to what it is you're talking about do
0: you think people didn't like it because it was just it was called the same thing and it just wasn't Roger Ebert
1: You know it's 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 tough There's a lot of reasons Looking back on it Why I think it didn't work But you know Maybe a, a big one Was that like I was out in Vegas Every week You know what mm-hmm. I mean I'm out the hard rock For the E channel And I'm doing yeah. all these things I'm doing Nickelodeon guts And talking Danish documentaries So it's like <laughs> I, It makes sense to me And if you know me Then it does But in, right. uh, but in if, that but, format That's right. you know Really well produced the whole thing So Yeah
0: cause you, uh, I mean in doing research For this podcast I mean I, I hope this isn't a bummer for for you, but oh, no, they're, 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 there's a little bit of anti-Ben Lyons people out there. They're a little
1: bit anti-LA Times, four-page story of the downfall of American media. What? That's a lot for like a 27-year-old <laughs> dude to handle, right? So, <laughs> What? I just remember finding out on the ticker of CNN yeah. that our contracts weren't going to be renewed for At The Movies, that we were sitting in our boss's office waiting to find out. We shot the last episode, and I was super bummed. You see the ticker, the changes at At The Movies, are. Were- And then I remember the next day I hosted a short film festival awards show at the DGA, and did an interview with Demi Moore about a short she directed, and we're in a room and you know a couple hundred people or whatever, and I was like, oh this is dope. Like they take away the show from me, but like I'm still gonna be in this world. Yeah, you're still gonna do a job. And that's your point was like. Yo, like you got to find your voice and find your path. And was that probably the best format for me at the time? Was I a good fit to take over like this academic, serious film criticism show? Like, Mm -hmm. probably not in the time looking back, but I'm glad I did it because it exposed me to all these different films and experiences that I wouldn't have had. I was on the board, I was on the judge for AFI in the foreign films category and got to do all this kind of shit that I personally think is super awesome and love doing so
2: what is one of the craziest experiences you got to uh uh go through being at e like what was like you got to either cover or go to or meet or just like i mean i went to i went to israel with rihanna i went I to mean,
1: dubai with tom cruise i went sure. to um you know i was on set of of super bad i'm in the background oh, That's when i first met emma stone and I was in House Bunny with her in the background. Yeah, 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 She's yeah. that you know, I said pop in. Though they would do these set visits where you just like hang out on set, and they throw you in the movie. So I did that in Ireland on the movie uh, Your Highness. Yeah, yeah, that you were weird in a, James Franco movie. <laughs> yeah, 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 you know you were mean?
0: in Entourage too. Right?
1: Entourage, I did a yeah. scene on the uh, on the car. I don't know. Just there's there were so many weird, funny celebrity-driven adventures that I don't know. There's I, I met Donald Trump at Peep Show in Vegas. What with Lohan. You know,
2: of course, the, Trump and Lohan are together. You know, I met together. the president of the United States at Peep Show
1: with Lohan and Scary Spice. You know, <laughs> just like you, weird shit. It was, it was a great time
2: of my life. A, uh, a, did you exchange many
1: words with Trump? Uh, well, I I, uh, I grew up with his daughter Ivanka. I knew when I was what? a kid growing up. Yeah, she was really? in the. She went to a similar private school in New York, so I knew her as a kid. And she would come. She did a shoot with me on the Daily Ten where we hit golf balls at the Trump Course and stuff. And oh my that, God. by the way, that that Scarlett Johansson skit was pretty money this weekend. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah. that was really good. And
0: so, yeah, and that's coming I feel, from I feel you rather it. complicit yeah. knowing yeah. her. <laughs>
1: yeah, for sure. I, where's where's my men's deodorant? <laughs> It's completed coming. over here from playing spin the bottle With her as a kid you know Would you
2: ever want does SNL quick tangent Would that ever be something you would be like oh I would Want to be the first my, No
1: my goal on SNL and I've always wanted to do this Is just to be in a skit In any capacity sitting in the background When they're like in a classroom scene no shit. And yeah. they're just like I don't even have a line I just want to sit in the skit in the background I just want to be in the screen For something that's all I want
0: I don't want to I all I, 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 I want I don't. I want to make sure we didn't gloss over a little detail that I heard you say. Did you really play spin the bottle with Ivanka Trump?
1: Yeah, yeah. Growing up, that was our like that was growing up in New York
2: City. We're weird experiences, dude. You hear that, kids? Yeah, Start small. Spin the bottle. No, doesn't have to lead to anal immediately. <laughs> oh, it's, it's a
0: slow burn. You didn't have porn back there. Spin could the you, bottle was like the. Could you call her right now? Not on 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 air, but. I mean, yeah. If you did, like, crazy. if you like, like, if you sent her a text, she would more than likely respond. I Remember more this than likely the bottle? Not. I would
1: think no at this point. I right. I would. I would, I would like to think she's a little busier than to return my calls. Sure. Right now. Yeah. Cause, cause, one would think.
0: Because, like, do you ever do you ever watch the news and see things going on and being like, I wonder.
1: What? I'm actually real talk confused by her a little bit right now mm-hmm. I, because I do know her on some level from childhood and, and yeah. we have a lot of mutual friends still and I feel like she is a, I don't know. Like, human being
0: yeah yeah like do, uh, so do you feel she's being represented fairly I, in the I'm media I'm sure
1: she's in a tough position and and mm-hmm. i mean i would like to see her a little bit more outspoken at some of the things that are going on with her family but that's got that's, that's a hard thing to How ask of someone f- i know right i, I mean so, and, and behind the scenes yeah. i'd like to think she's having conversations and being a bridge and extending a hand but i don't really know and i feel like i don't know there's Man, there's so much going on. So to yeah. put it all on her shoulders—that's yeah. not fair. You know? No, no. no and, but. and
0: but the 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 crazy part is, and maybe you can back this up because you because you have some history. Is I've heard a, I've heard a lot of people saying if anyone in that Trump family could be president, it would be Ivanka.
1: No, she's amazing. Like honestly, yeah. that with the, from the time we were in our 20s and her going to you know business school and starting companies and working and doing her thing, like she was so impressive and so professional and so like the real deal Mm -hmm. at that time after college, like in her life that I I understand why people are saying she's the more accomplished or Thoughtful or progressive or worldly in some way, I, I totally see that.
0: Interesting. Um, so so I don't know, man. It's, yeah,
1: it's 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 good for you guys, huh? It's good for stand up.
2: Oh, it's, that's uh, the positive for you guys, dudes, right? It's good. And it's, and like
1: every night in the clubs, is it Trump jokes?
2: Yeah, but like, what's how great is that to see everybody doing the yeah. se- like similar? I mean, look again, you you want to take pride in the fact that you know your voice can have a, a, a different uh, effect on on the material, uh, but. It also can run its course, and it's like, you know, I'll hear... I have a chunk of stuff that I do in an hour set, and not like... And I try to be very mindful of, like, not doing more than that. And even when I see him around town, like, a part of me cringes and goes, Wow, ah, like, enough. So even... But yeah. at the same time, I feel like we do have a responsibility to, like, the same way that all the late-night shows are, really... Um, you know be informed and try to use that to to make jokes about so that because a lot of people are using comedy I think still for an escape Uh, but at the same time like if you can shed some light on something through comedy like people sometimes it resonates with a little bit more clarity when they hear it sure. uh, and are able to laugh because their guards down a little bit more, you know something really um, something really
1: has me fucked up about all of it, and it's the it's the fact that these people aren't going out and voting. Like you saw Phil Jackson in, in yeah. the article said he didn't vote since 1980. Yeah, yeah. we see um, uh, you know Nick Saban at Alabama. Like I didn't even know the uh, the, the election was happening. I was like planning for. There's a, L- a lot L- more right to that than
2: we even realized. So
1: I don't know. I you see what Rock the Vote is doing, which is a brand we yep. grew up with. Yeah, they're yep. getting young people to go out there and register to vote, and making yeah. it so easy. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So I'm trying to find ways WWE Smackdown
0: your vote. Shout out to so, Vince McMahon.
1: You <laughs> see, so much voting for. I mean, God, every day we're voting in people's Twitter feeds and polls, or you're voting in a silly like
0: you right. Know, you know, you you, you you'll. You'll be sure to vote for American Idol to to, right? to to have your favorite person in there but
1: And Colin Kaepernick not voting Lost a lot with me and his whole yeah. crusade And what he's standing for And what he's trying to do And get across If he just didn't go out and vote It's like come on dude now It's that, like such a basic yeah, now, thing you, That I now think that's people can rally around yeah. both sides of the aisle It's like just that's vote. the reason why Trump And that whole side won Is because all those people Did go out and vote Yeah, So that's something I'd like You know when you talk to Ivanka Or somebody like that It's like maybe they can get involved With getting young people more plugged
0: in and when and you touched on the colin kaepernick thing because i mean you're you're a you're a sports reporter but sports is entertainment uh when an athlete starts getting political when there is an instance like that uh it's is, is that something you get excited to talk about oh, absolutely you, do, have, i think it's fantastic i
1: think yeah. their words hold real weight in today's sports media landscape i think it's been going on since the beginning of of organized sports
0: sure whether it be uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and all and all that he went through and then you go through uh, you go through the years there's always like uh, there's there's like a couple voices in every generation Muhammad Ali it's
1: gotta be informed it's like Hollywood too it's like you know some of these actors that you get to work with or you interview they're some of the most worldly well you know well educated informed compassionate people artistic creative forward thinking Mm -hmm. people so like Absolutely, they should come out. Like Charlize Theron should be out there speaking about issues affecting Africa. Like she sure. knows what's up. Like, yep. you know what I mean. So, as long as you're informed and coming from a good place with it, especially with athletes, I'm all for it. I think you trip up when you're Colin Kaepernick and you don't go out there and vote and yeah. you wear Castro t-shirts, not really knowing right. entirely what in it's Miami or in Miami oh. and what those emotions. Yeah, what, to that yeah, community, exactly. And what trying to say with that, you know, so I think it's I think it's been really cool the last couple of years seeing Mellow and all these dudes step up and
0: talk yeah. about stuff. Because in the in the argument you hear a lot is like, oh, stick to movies, stick to sports. Uh, uh, for us, we hear stick to comedy. But my comeback for that is like, well, then so that does that mean plumbers aren't allowed to talk about it? Like stick to plumbing, or like you know, if you're a if if if, if you're a lawyer, the old you, plumber defense makes yeah. sense. <laughs> You know, like I'm tested. Yeah, it's like well, then who is allowed to talk about well, it? A I, I, plumber can't weigh in on immigration. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's like y'all can And if, if if you have that platform to put it out there, and and Kaepernick, whether you agree or disagree with him, he moved the needle. Like the, he got a he got a discussion going, and and he
1: backed it up financially. You know, he donated
0: sure. a million dollars himself
1: sure. to you know, and and <clears throat> I think you're absolutely right, but you know. These dudes, they just got to know what they're talking about. You right. Know? And anyone who has a platform, you know, is, you have to be passionate about what it is you're talking about, not just say shit to rile yeah. people up. Do
2: you think it's crazy at the Oscars? And you covered them this year, right? I did you,
1: for the Oscars, for yeah. the Academy. Yeah,
2: that's incredible. Oscar.com. Huge deal. It was, it was awesome. You so were live streaming it. Live Seven hours. Uh, I watched the good My cable was all fucked up, and I just flown back that day, so I was watching a lot of it on the live stream. Really? And yeah, it was dope, dude. You're, dude, I it's mean, it's such a trip. It's such a like. You're. Zing like everybody's
1: your, energy's on. It's like...
2: Uh, dude, it's your like guts nuts. experience, I'm sure, came into play there. 1,000%, man. If you can climb the aggro crag, you can walk the <laughs> red carpet. Hashtag dude, that's a... Make that a t-shirt with your face on it. <laughs> Please do. Uh, oh but like that was... That seems like the most intense of the live things because there is... So many things, and they probably anytime they can. If Sean Penn pops up and like, we can get him for twenty seconds. You gotta send it away. Like you have to stop what you're doing respectfully. You could be talking to a fucking excuse
1: me, Greek filmmaker who had made a passionate short film Come about on, immigration. Uh, yes. Let me talk to Pharrell, real <laughs> <know, laughs>
2: quick, right? What's it, up with you? But it's a,
1: that's that's the fun of it, though. Is, right. is, is is trying to make? I always equate it and back to the hosting stuff. So I always equate it to a 1950s game show that has a dollar bill game where you're in a phone booth and they're like, grab as many as you can in 30 seconds. Like you're not gonna get everybody out there, but hopefully you get enough cool people to stop and have somewhat of an intelligent conversation amidst like a very unnatural, uncomfortable place with people screaming and you're in front of you're in Hollywood Boulevard and there's ran everyone's got shark eyes looking for somebody else is more important. It's just a wild Is it as
2: uncomfortable as it seems
1: completely then that's why you see a lot of tight nervous moments happen over the years there because everyone's on edge. Everyone's so well documented. It's a rush. It's a real it's like I closest thing I can imagine to playing in a big sporting event or a Super Bowl. You're out there and it's just like, woof, you can feel... The energy for it, which makes it pretty cool. But.
2: Were you in the showroom for the
1: show? We yeah. were in the winners' room. So they okay. win their Oscar. They go to a little camera we have set up on the side of the stage. They thank anybody they forgot. They go backstage. They you know take a breath. They get their fancy photo taken and like a professional. And then they go to the press room where it's all the reporters being like, "Emma, Emma, Emma." And, and we're and sitting right that's there. That's where you are. Right there, okay. just kind of playing traffic cop to the twenty cameras we have all over the the theater.
2: But you are watching the show.
1: We're like, yeah, we're watching the show, we're commenting on the show, we're looking in the audience for reactions. It's like a sporting event. Oh that's hey, we just saw that Brian Cranston lost for best actor, but he was really excited for this guy. So take a look at his reaction. Let's go had a telestrator. You
0: know what oh I mean? like, You're doing like, like The John screen. Madden thing
1: We got stats And info wow. you kind it's of like, the
2: perfect guy For that it gig awesome.
1: It was me It was me and Adnan Vert yeah. From ESPN yeah, yeah. Who he was It was his first Oscar So oh, he was real? all gassed And right. I, I found out about him Really through his podcast Cinephile Which is a yeah. good listen So How, What was it like Seeing that uh, Meeting I'm, Adnan It was amazing <laughs> Like yeah. wow, you could talk about Mike Sweetney <laughs> and Fellini, dude.
0: <laughs> that is incredible. dope. <laughs> Sweetney to Sweetie Fellini, and Fellini. Yeah. yeah, dude. Not a lot of people that can should go be, that far. That should be a radio team, uh, but like, yeah, when the ending happened, where where were you for I that? Mean,
1: you can look at the tape. I'm deer in headlights because I was. I just felt bummed, man, because it's such a pageantry. There's so much work that goes into yeah. it. There's so many people on site, security, the people rolling the carpet, building the stages, everybody. So many people like miserable in headsets, just working. Yeah. And it's just like, ah. Oh, the end. Uh, the last thing. And for right. a minute and a half, I'm like, this dude Chazelle thought he won the Oscar for a film he'd been working on for 10 years, his best picture. And everyone's like, well, he won best director. I'm like, no, no, no. It's a totally different It deal. is,
2: dude, right? Like, oh. I, like,
0: I can't imagine what the equivalent of that is. You know, because it's I, the, only, the only thing I could be, be used, like to pull the sports and be like, you give the championship... To someone, they they're on the microphone. They have a speech, and then and then right there, after further Roger review. Goodell goes like, actually, the guy stepped out of bounds. So uh, the ball crossed ba- the pylon. Yeah, and Falcons
1: so, are actually champions. Yeah. Pick up the Patriots confetti, please. Yeah. Right, can
0: like, we do that too? <laughs> it's crazy, right? Yeah, like that.
1: And I feel so bad for the cast of Moonlight because it's always going to be talked about, and it's just like a bummer. But at the end of the day it's really not that interesting a story for that, sure now, that's what's crazy he's in the moment you're like what's happening what's I going know. on what's the deal it was deal? so confused. He's like oh
2: they gave the guy the wrong envelope and you didn't know because it's what now uh, as a host how do you feel will handled it
1: I thought he did a good job it's really you know I, it's one of those things you plan f- like to a T like at 806 Warren Beatty's gonna open the envelope and 807 yeah. he's gonna announce it and 808 he's gonna give it to it's like I don't know After after that Flying by the seat of your pants You try to make a joke Went off the rails Yeah You know Still a great night In the words hmm. of Steve Harvey Right Still a great (laughs) night Is that what he said That's what I said too It's like still a great night You know It's fun How are those after parties I've only heard stories It usually ends at In and out with Tuxedo and a cheeseburger at one o'clock. But, it's like prom, you know. It's it is kind of like prom. There is the king and queen. Casey Affleck walks in with his giant scepter of an Oscar. You, know? <laughs> you walk in with it, I guess, right? Yeah. Oh, everybody, like you
0: passing around Got photos to. and all that stuff. And now, uh, yeah. I I do want to also tell uh, all our listeners to to head over to the Players Tribune. Yeah, and that's uh, Derek Jeter's website, and uh, which I really I really enjoy what Derek's doing with that. In terms of he's sort of taking out the middleman and now saying, you know what, players, now you are completely in charge of your message. And now back to your question before, if yeah. you guys want to speak out
1: about things they're passionate about and, and now yeah. having a platform and the tools to do that. And um, you're able, it's a global audience now, you know? Right. If you're an NBA fan and you watch ESPN, yeah, you'll get some cool NBA insight, but you're probably not going to get a really insightful deep dive with Chris Middleton from the Bucks. like you're probably not going right. to hear him talk much It's yeah. not going to be a profile
0: piece on him yeah. well,
1: so it, this gives a platform for those yeah. kind of second tier dudes to exactly. appreciate and themselves to fans
0: as much as people complain about athletes giving all the stock answers it is what it is one game at a time like a your a similarity doing, in a lot of your impressions today. Yeah. like, like <laughs> <It's a> deep <laughs> Base in your voice. What was that like? A matumbo? It is <laughs> what it is. But like, like you're you're given like a 35 second sideline interview. That's about all you can cover during that time. Like, you hit that shot.
1: It was so crazy. How it did it feel? feel? Yeah, what's going through your mind when Coach drew up the play? Not like, hey, tell us what you think about voting registration laws. <laughs> and
0: uh, you know, that would be insane if right after a guy hits a game winning shot. He. he he gets like What's a like question about politics. Shot?
1: How come you think there was such low turnout in the red states? <laughs>
0: what? That would be something. <laughs> you know. But uh, you, are, you are doing work for them. Uh, and the thing is uh, real fan life. And real fan life, you get to, like, it, it's like a, it, from the outside, it looks just like a fantasy camp. Like it, it looks like you're just hanging out with these athletes and like you're bowling with Paul Pierce and Dwight Howard showing you his snake collection. That's not a <laughs> euphemism for anything else. Uh massive snake collection. Yeah, his massive black Huge. snake. Big snake right. collection. Right. Yeah, just yeah. Need blocking two, shots need two, constantly. Need, Yeah, need two hands to uh, go around some of them uh, But yeah, like you're going and hanging out with these athletes And doing what essentially they. You saw somebody's car collection too LaMarcus Aldridge Yeah, LaMarcus Aldridge's but car collection But now
1: when I hear the unfortunate news about LaMarcus this week With the heart arrhythmia And he's going to be out indefinitely for, what? for a little bit You didn't hear about that? No Oh yeah, LaMarcus Aldridge the other day They just announced that Is that he's, why he's, he's been gonna out? He's going to be down He's got mm-hmm. some health stuff Oh so, god I now obviously look at that and react to it differently because I have a relationship with LaMarcus now right. but from just getting to know him and seeing him in that piece. If anyone else watched that, I would like to think they'd be like, oh, man, I have a closer connection to that athlete now. They're not just a name in my DraftKings on my team that when LaMarcus leaves San Antonio, they're going to boo him because he's on Oklahoma
0: right, right, or whatever, right, 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 right. right?
1: And he went through that. He talked a lot about that in, in our in our time together. So... I think that's the point of it, is to show guys away from the court, away from the locker room. I'm not Mm -hmm. a former player. I'm a fan. So that's the only kind of, you know, way that I can approach it, For
2: somebody that also does, like, you do get to spend so much time, like, off camera with some of these people, and some more time than others, like, those pieces, obviously, are more conducive to getting to know somebody when you have that much time. But, like, it is... So many people don't know. They look at these athletes or actors or whoever that, that you're spending time with and just, they're up on these pedestals. You don't even almost look at them as people and know that there's this other side that you get to try to bring out and make them relatable and be like, yo, hey man, this guy. Likes the shit you like. Like, yeah. you're actually... And, but also,
1: think about trades. How often have you moved in your life? Yeah. I understand there's a whole organization there that helps them transition. Yeah. Right. And there's Google Maps now, so when you move to Oklahoma, you can find stuff. I get it. But just in the, If someone said to you tomorrow, hey, buddy, we just need you to move to St. Louis, you're gonna be like, um, uh, okay, what? What? Like That's an yeah. old And I've talked to a lot of dudes about that, especially guys who are getting traded are usually kind of mid-level guys, you yeah. know? So they have money, but they're a little older. They got families. You know, it's like a lot going on with that so it's it's cool and I think the Players Tribune does, does an amazing job of connecting you with the players in a way that when you watch them you're like oh I'm gonna look at the game a little differently that he's mm-hmm. in it
0: yeah. you know are you able to put your fandom aside or no. is it difficult when you're objectively covering the Knicks or There's, the, there's nothing to
1: objectively cover. Yeah. <laughs> I think we all are
0: in agreement on how Przingis that... we went on the teacups.
1: Porzingis is over. so pure, huh? Dude, he's, he's just like he's one of my favorite beautiful, players to watch. Yep. beautiful, like, alkaline water that's just like at the he's most He's a smoother nutrients, young Dirk. Yeah. The most minerals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's dude. just pure. He's beautiful, man. He's yeah. uh, uh, he's angelic. Yeah. You
2: guys looked out on that one. Just
1: you look at him and you're like, "Ah, I'd like sit on my hand not to just like casually touch his face in
2: the interview." <laughs> it's amazing. Oh, so he is he smooth? Is
1: he charismatic? Ah, oh, he is it's so amazing to see someone considering where he's from mm-hmm. is his the way he's able to just kind of be comfortable in his own skin. Most guys that size are kind of goofy and yeah. a little weird, and he's just the best, man. That's Plus, great. I just wish he could, you know, post up Drew Holiday when they're on the road in New Orleans. But you know, we'll get
0: there. <laughs> we'll get there. So I mean, so, so your so your fandom still like comes in when uh, when you're reporting on sports.
1: Yeah, you're always going to be a fan. And, and, and luckily, you know, my teams haven't been good enough where I have to, like, <laughs> really... My, my, my NBA playoffs are wide open. Right.
0: You, know? you could be completely ejected. The, you
1: know, I've been getting into these Utah Jazz... Ooh, my wife's from Utah. Yep. Yeah. So I use that as an excuse to watch more games. You know, I'm like, oh, honey, it's the Jazz. Like, I'm gonna watch. It. She, I don't give a shit. It's like, I don't <laughs> oh care what team it is. God. So I'm like, let's go Jazz. They just added Joe Johnson, Georgetown, yeah. Boris Diaw. Yeah. Boris uh, Diaw loves coffee as a passion for espresso. He built a uh, an espresso machine in the Jazz locker room and started a club where he goes to different NBA cities, finding the best beans and stuff. It's oh awesome. my God!
2: It's also cool to adapt. Like a new, a second team that you love. That, that has
1: no history or rivalry with your favorite yeah. team.
2: Yeah. Right. It's great. So you're not feeling like a traitor. You're like,
0: oh, this is just something else. You no, know,
1: you're a big diehard
0: Seahawks fan. This guy yeah. loves the Seahawks. If, hey,
1: you know what? Jets are your second team. You date a girl from Long Island. Why not? <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. fun. Carol was a coach there yeah. once too. Sure. Great. So what? Yeah. No rivalry. doesn't matter at all. They don't play each other. We just yeah, did a right.
2: live podcast in Utah at the Wise Guys Comedy Club. I don't know if she. I saw
1: you, yeah, doing yeah. something about that. Well, yeah. So
2: so a buddy of mine's uh, grew up with uh, my buddy of mine's uh, b- uh, b- best friend from growing up is Larry Miller's son. So he was like, "Do you guys want to go shoot hoops at the Vivint Center?" But then Disney on Ice was there. He's like, "Well, we can go to the practice facility." So we went there for like two, three hours. Fucking had That's some great. drinks, shot around like Zion's went, Bank. Was that what it was called? The Zion's Bank, it's the Vivint Arena. That's the arena. No, no the, oh, the practice facility. Oh, the practice facility. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Zion's wow. Ba- Good. Yeah. I told you, man. I'm on Good these pull. jazz, bro. Dude.
1: It's yeah, it, man. On the side of the highway there.
2: Uh, big, do you ball it. at all? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Every, my game's getting further away from the basket the older I get, though. It, it has to. I sound like it I i like, the... literally, every game could be my last.
2: <laughs> Just wait you for you the played, uh, uh, You You've probably played in some pretty cool, like, celeb games, then.
1: The craziest. I've played in a bunch. The craziest one I ever played in, and I don't know how I swung it but I played in the BET Summer Classic. That just sounds like it was the <sighs> best. It was so dope. Token Snoop. white
0: boy. What <laughs> <laughs> <Paul>, are
1: you? <laughs> I'm a shooter. What do you mean? I'm a shooter, dude. The guy I host with Tony Rock, our show The Warm Up, he said yeah. like the most dangerous thing in the world on an NBA court is an open white guy in the corner.
0: <laughs> so <laughs> That's true. It. Whether it be Larry Bird, J.J. Reddick, Jason Capono. Yeah.
1: Oh, wow. Paul. You know? Um, Richie Fromm So Me Mayweather Bieber Snoop Chris Brown Soldier Boy Sean Merriman Game um, JB Smoove uh, Deshaun Jackson John Rondo Oh, that was a fun time God. that now, was a really fun how- time I scored two points Baron Davis is the MC he said the pizza man with two and I was like yo why why am I the pizza man he goes because you literally look like a guy who gets <laughs> deliver
0: a fucking pizza
2: <laughs> who, has the, who had the most game out of yeah. all
1: I played with Chris Brown a bunch yeah. he
2: was in this entertainment
1: league I was in and I played with him in like a three on three tournament where we our team signed up for the wrong division Like we thought we got to the park and we're like, oh oh, we're in the Legends division,
2: not the All Star division. That's right. Um, um, So uh, yeah, Chris Brown's super killer. Is the competition in those games? I want to think that it's not 24 Hour Fitness where. Uh, level where like everyone when you get the ball is like yo man I'm playing for a contract. Is there more passing or uh, is dude, it still? It's
1: you see. It, I did the sports spectacular one, which is a great charity that raises money for Cedar Sinai out in Westwood. And we and Sal Mascolo tore his Achilles in the game, and I was guarded by a wide receiver Keenan Allen for the San Diego yeah. Chargers. Allen, yeah, didn't really get open. That was kind of a tough one. You yeah. know, you yeah. Keenan Allen guarding you. Sure, and then Brian Scalabrini is the greatest basketball player I've (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Ever seen in my life Who's never played <laughs> 360 dunks Like it was nothing what? Shooting threes oh, there's no look Ball handle. He's like 6'10 Dribbling the ball He was no at a C while I was there Yo he was a, he's so nice And I was there's like, a video wow.
0: Of him going I, I don't know if it was Rucker Park Or if it was like Some street ball thing Where they started clowning him Because he, he, he's this famous Bench warmer in the NBA And then he gets out there And just fucking Nasty. Smokes all like yeah I i'm it, so, i'm sorry a, i'm sorry the professor but in a it's not special good special
1: olympics yeah. unified game where they have you know, Special Olympics athletes play And celebrities play And Ryan Hollins You know he is He was like oh, the 12th exactly. man In the NBA For like oh, okay, nine okay, okay. years Played at UCLA okay. He was on the bench For the Clippers He was like Do you want to see What it's like To get posted up By an NBA athlete I was like Yes please the Next play down Special Olympics game Totally like Drop set me Posted me up Dunked on my face I was like Oh <laughs> shit Like this is a whole
0: other That's gotta be weird When you know yeah. that Oh he could just Flip that switch Meta
1: was Meta was playing In jeans in that And like <laughs> work boots And just Still- Killing it probably You know Shooting threes From 25 feet Sure like he does It's LA though But it's like This is how dumb LA is And your listeners Who aren't from here Are gonna be like He's the worst But like you come out here and you play you get to play in like a charity game where your friends, the publicists, and they need actors and they need guys and hosts and you go and play and like Terrell Owens is in the game and you're like, Whoa, holy shit, that's awesome. And then like five years later, you've worked out at Equinox twelve times and played with Terrell Owens nine times. And you're like, This guy's the fucking worst.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't pass the ball. It I've met him like, like I was
1: on his team in a rec league once for a whole season. And he doesn't know me. Like this guy's the he's like a not a nice guy.
2: Yeah, right? the fun games seem like the ones that were the guys like Yeah, like the refs. It's like exactly what Terrell Owens would be in charity pickup basketball. Dude, yeah, you can't like... You
0: heard it here first, people. Yeah. I mean, look,
2: I was in a comedy league once and I did get into a fight with a ref who was in a wheelchair. But like, look... Sometimes, my footwork down low in the post, I worked on it a lot in 1995 in the sixth grade. I'm, sometimes I look quicker than I am. It's the secrets to getting older. You ask me if I still play. I feel like I can play because my high school coach,
1: shout out to Ray Vokel, most consecutive Division One made field goals for American University for a very long time. He, Razor, he was the one who established like you gotta have the fundamentals you gotta post up and when I go play in the park and there's some 22 year old kid who can jump out the gym I can still kind of lock him yeah, up and do mm-hmm. the old man footwork up and under game and how is ESPN hang. to work for, like the ESPYs and shit that you've uh, yeah I mean I'm ESPN's awesome because you go to work and they're like alright you're doing two hours of radio today uh, Keyshawn Johnson's in and we're gonna have Herm Edwards call and you're like Oh, okay, this is so awesome So you find out every day when
2: you're going in Yeah, you go in Oh,
1: so-and-so got traded to the Cowboys So we're gonna have Parcells call in Talk a little Cowboys And you're just like
2: what? How much prep do you do or get to do? Or
1: no, it's breaking news. It's yeah. a news yeah. organization. So, so when you're doing live radio, stuff happens. You get a guest, or you know, you know, the night before. Hey, we're gonna. We had this dude. Um, Carl Douglas was our in-house legal counsel. He was on OJ's defense team. So during the documentary and the yeah, scripted wow. series, after each episode, we'd have Carl Douglas call in and That's talk incredible. stories and stuff. And you're just like the access and legitimacy of the guests on like, yeah. this podcast is so amazing. They get real people on here, oh, and then stuff.
0: and then you're on uh, you're on today. Uh, Mason Ireland out here yeah. in uh, Los Angeles, yep. and that's a uh, I've been on that show before. It's fun. You should come down, dude. You've I would been, love you to. Know, you you yeah. were,
1: in, were you on with Mason Ireland, or who were we on with that day? That
0: was you and um, Kimonitsky. Do we
1: have <laughs> Marcellus? No, Mar- I think it was Mar- yeah, Marcellus Wiley. Yeah. But yeah, the Mason Ireland, like the old dudes in the Muppets in the balcony, <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah like exactly, doing it for years. Yeah, and it, it's just I love the fa- I I I love where the lines get blended with sports and entertainment, and that's really what you guys do because uh, some some sports reporters are, are taking it like you know way too seriously, and then some guys are you have the you have the Dan Lebatard show, which is maybe ten percent sports and ninety percent whatever. That show's grown on me. A I like that show a lot Stu Gatz man Stu Gatz has a lot
1: of Mason in him I feel like I feel like Mason and Stu Gatz are cut from the same cloth absolutely what's the biggest difference between oh go ahead no I was going to ask you and you guys would know this better than me because as as comedians who I know you have a passion for sports and I know you do too like, why hasn't anyone really cracked the sports and comedy nut? It great seems like it's always question. just kind of blame off Dennis Miller <laughs> when they try to do something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Will Farrell's kicking and screaming doesn't yeah. work, but Talladega does. But semi-pro kind of does. And yeah, I don't know. It's just always they with the guy with the uh, Frank Caliendo yeah. does yeah. some stuff over the years. Mm-hmm. is really funny.
2: That to me is a great example. I feel like of what it is it, like. Caliendo does those things in bits, and I feel like. For a lot of people to watch sports, uh, that do you know we do take it seriously. Like as much as like it is fun and like it, there's such a fratty like looseness to the whole uh, genre, but like those Caliendo things happen, and then I feel like it's like you're like you watch it and you go, "Cool, that was enough of the of." of taking the piss out of this but now now i kind of want to get into it and be and i think because if you as a fan if you don't hold it as being really
1: serious and important yeah then what is it and it's watching millionaires run around in laundry that thousand percent don't care right yeah i mean so (laughs) yeah you you actually break down if you have to hold it as this oh my god the fate of the universe is who wins game seven for all the bragging rights and all history and at the end of the day you're like. All these guys won the game of life. Like everybody's fine.
2: Yeah, I mean, like that's you why you can't don't pay attention behind the curtain. Totally. Like mm-hmm. I would love to see some sort of like Tosh type show with all those. And I know they've tried. I mean, our friend Michael Costa did this sports type show with Regis Philbin, and it was like, you know, sports and comedy. And and, uh, yeah. and saw Regis Oscar night at a party.
0: Getting all right, it. go
2: on. Still, 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 still partying. So I was like, oh, going
1: home. He's, like, are you kidding? Going to TOW? Like, <laughs> get that, get that
2: Asian fusion. <laughs>
1: Sick. Dude, I, love, there certain, I, love I feel that. like there's
2: certain people like Bob, Bob Barker, like, are just, we're going to have them for another 20, 30 years. <laughs> I'm convinced they've tapped into something we don't know about. Right. It's a pill or a protein, like, I love how Russell Simmons back to him when you see old Run DMC photos, you're like,
1: he looks like shit, yeah. and then you see him now, you're like, he's amazing, yeah. Yeah. he's glowing, yeah. what is yeah. that? Yeah. he's sweating Avion, <laughs> this is ridiculous.
0: Yoga that'll do it. That's it, man. Uh, I, I want to ask you when you're doing when you're like doing those celebrity pickup games or whatever, is there anything in your head that goes, I could jam Bieber with an elbow?
1: I mean, you definitely have some guys who are like, you know, watch my watch my good side. Yeah. Um, but those things are fun, man. And every you, like, I don't know, you raise a lot of money, and it's it's a good. Who who did I want to like totally? Was there anybody I've ever like tried to get in like a thing with? Oh, oh um, what's his name? Um, uh, not Soldier Boy, uh, Soldier Slim from from cash uh, from uh, no limit soldiers yeah oh my god um, master P guy yeah man. yeah master okay. P guy he was a baller he was in my league I remember playing being like yeah I really want to see if I if I'm a good as, uh, as soldier Slim so we went at it one time <laughs>
2: uh, <laughs> didn't to, to expect cloak... the story going that way huh? love that the sports comedy thing we should we should investigate that by the way uh, That's, you know what I'm saying it's that, like dude, movies it's...
1: TV shows a consistent platform the yeah. go to destination of like what's killed it when you think of like the best moments in the history of sports comedy content is it Celtic pride major league
2: yeah they don't yeah. make
1: movies like those anymore no what is it i love Sandlots, celtic pride by i mean the
2: way. mighty league, ducks little big <laughs> dude I, we drop mighty ducks i mean there really is like you know i don't know and, and i don't think it's uh, people just haven't found the right uh collection of you know people ideas and the amount of comedy but I feel like it, White that, Man Can't
1: Jump there used to be yeah. great yeah, you know, sports
2: comedies in the 90s when's the last great sports comedy that wasn't a real like a there was that, like there, a Blades of Glory type thing that wasn't that, a, a that gymnastics
1: a, one that opened Sundance bronze a couple years oh, ago oh the bronze yeah uh, yeah yeah that yeah. Yeah, was kind of funny yeah um, Andy Samberg it, did
2: the um, uh, what 10 Days the, in Hell yeah
1: the tennis one right? yeah. Yeah. yeah so you, it's tough though right and I feel mm-hmm. like there should be more of it I feel like Adam because it's so rich for parody. Sports, romantic comedy. Oof. That's your sweet like spot. love basketball? Oh, I used to date a girl. She went to Dalton. Lauren Alexander, we used to
2: watch that movie, ice each other's
1: knees, go shoot around. <laughs> Is that a euphemism for
2: something? Yeah, it was the best. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what, in, in sports, just to wrap up that, that chunk of your life, uh, I mean, again, like, the experiences that have you've been afforded to be able to, to participate in, I mean, I'm sure, like, Lakers finals games, or, or even as a kid, like... Uh, I mean, in New York I mean Seeing Super my Bowls. dad
1: Passed out in the shower After the Bill Buckner 86 game Was kind of traumatic Obviously wow. You know what I mean and, and, uh, and being with him When they won that First World Series And he got a shout out On SportsCenter That was pretty cool That oh, night that was, a, that was an all timer I mean we just I, I have this new show With NBA TV So we just got to go To All Star Weekend And shoot what? our, shoot our what show What show It's called The Warm Up It's me, Tony Rock And Roe Parrish Used to be a DJ For the Mavericks
2: Oh my god Half hour live
1: Thursday nights On Twitter with the NBA and, and I go to Atlanta Every week and, and do and At we, Turner Studios? Yeah, and so mm-hmm. we went down to All-Star Weekend, and we took a car from the hotel to the arena, and we couldn't get there, it was an hour, it's Mardi Gras, we went yeah. one block. And so me, Ro, Tony, and Ernie Johnson Walks through Mardi Gras To the stadium And people Where's Charles Hey Ernie And he's got his bow tie And his notes mm-hmm. And we were just hoofing it And telling stories oh And I was like God. That was
2: super killer Have that you been to An All Star Weekend before
1: Yeah never Professionally Let's put it that way I've been to right. All Star Weekends In other capacities But yeah. never to Never on this level Like with the NBA and uh, It was really
2: cool Wait so you go Every week to Atlanta Every Thursday Yeah Holy shit yeah, dude I fly
1: down That 630 Delta flight <laughs> Land Try not to go To Chick-fil-A Soul mm-hmm. search a little bit, and then I get on the monorail and go to the station and do the show and fly back Friday. Wow, amazing! But you come, come on, you're a comedian. You're in, I in Tucson. Yeah. I got two nights in Dallas for yeah. sure. For Tony sure. Rock. I'm always like, wow, Tony, I'm doing six thousand miles a week. He's like, dude, that's a weekend sometimes. Like yeah. you guys go hard. You yeah. Know? yeah, I
2: mean, yeah, we're traveling every weekend right now. I mean, it's like, but but that's dude, that's bu- what's that, your
1: favorite seat on Southwest? You know about twelve A. You walk on 12A It's the one on the left <laughs> That has no seat In front of it Yes mm-hmm. Good call At least on the LA Vegas fight it's 12A uh, is. That
2: Turner Studios Is amazing huh
1: Oh dude Sitting in the office And arguing with Kevin Garnett If Ben Wilde Should be a Hall of Famer It's like the coolest Have you been
2: on What's um, the, the, coolest place? The, uh, the name of his uh, Area 21 yeah. What do you think of that
1: I, I love it man Because he's that intense During the breaks yeah. And in the station And it's really cool to watch the games on your computer, on TV, and then have your computer open and watch his little segments. And it's so dope when he's sitting there talking with Gary Payton, and you're just like, dude, these guys. Because he great. brings
0: that same intensity that he did as oh my a God. player. He's
1: sitting in the office, you think Ben Wallace is a Hall of Famer? Oh man, who else could guard Shaq one on one? Name someone, dog. Name someone. You're like, I can't name anyone. Like, I yeah. will take him. sorry, Kevin Garnett. Like, Ar- Arvita Sabonis,
2: all- maybe. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the thing too with sports and comedy. When you look at a show like Inside the NBA and being such a top. Like show that that encompasses like so much of both el- like they're just as heavy comedy as they are reporting the facts. It's so good and it's the guys are just
1: themselves and back to hosting. You know, it's yeah. just, I mean Ernie's the best at keeping him on the tracks and then they just let them go and do their thing. And it's you can no do that job. I feel
2: like be be that the guy. Ernie
1: guy. Fuck yeah, dude. Ernie. Hey. Where's Ernie going? He's he's
2: doing two a days. He's yeah. doing baseball. He's doing yeah. golf. Like, that dude goes hard. wait so the warm up? What do you, what is the like main theme? It's, of this it's
1: half hour live on Twitter. So it's talking about the games that'll be a double header that night on TNT. And then just finding fun stuff. Like we had Detlef Shrimp in the, in the studio. and Good dude? Yeah. Detlef's awesome. Ask him a bunch of questions. Go down memory lane. Sonic stuff. You know? Does you
2: remember and, meeting me at a, a Red Robin in Federal Way in, in 1995? He brought that up, actually. The next time
1: he's on the show, I'm going to ask him that. Do a split screen. I'll send you and show the picture. Him, yeah. And you can show it to him. If, My mom. That's what we would do on that show. If you yeah. sent me a picture of you and Detlef Shrimp, we would show it to well, him the next time he does it. Kendall
2: Gill's in there, too, because it was the meet Gill and Shrimp which should be the name of a Beach Cop duo show that I, on PAX, <laughs> shout out to PAX if they're still around, and uh, we waited outside Red Robin for seven hours, dude. My mom, my sister and I, I was like, Mom, you can meet Shrimp and Gill at Red Robin. She's like, let's go. She didn't know like how long it was going to be. And uh, and we finally got there in the picture, and I was like, "You guys are the greatest." And he was like, "Thank you." And then that was it. But like, Greatest day of my life. I meant everything to you. Still man. got that photo. Now
1: now you can go on Deadlift Deadlift Shrimp's Instagram, see a photo of him at the Red Robin. You don't need to wait online anymore. <laughs> right. That's what it is. He's now, on you know? Instagram, of course. He so what Shrimp posted on Instagram? You no, know, so our show is about you know lifestyle, fashion, you know the uh, oh, good. all that fun stuff. So it's it's been dope, man. And the, the vault of footage they have is so bananas because you'll say. Can you pull up a footage I think it was like a slam dunk contest when Patrick Ewing was wearing a mock like purple turtleneck and no had like reading way. glasses and they're like oh yes absolutely Houston 1990 don' and How like, like, they don't type that in, like a Google search, nah, they, do they do they have a whole server of like That's anything so if you want to be like can you find out like Craig Elo's stats against, as a Sonic. as a Sonic against the Bulls in regular season games like you know without being an asshole and taking up all their bandwidth within reason <laughs> <Right. they're>, like <laughs> You can they'll 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 find this stuff. By the way,
2: if I get in that position, don't yeah. ask me. You know what I mean? will find
0: the stuff. For I just think that's what heaven is. Heaven is this giant Google server with stuff like that. Dude, that, where, that sounds like can, a fantasy camp for a dude. Oh, my yeah.
2: like,
1: Do you remember the time Mike Connolly was injured? He broke his face on the bench. He wore a Vancouver snapback, but he was with Memphis. And they're like, What yes. was the name of the peanut guy? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like They have all this footage because they shot... You know, the MB- I-, I remember seeing Adam Silver speak at-, at South By last year and he talked about how the NBA's always been a media company like NBA entertainment was a thing as a kid my dad mm-hmm. during my car he just dubbed from VHS to DVD like Michael Jordan's Playground and Dazzling Dunks and Basketball Bloopers sure. and NBA. NBA Superstars NBA and- Superstars 2 was
0: my <laughs> yeah, thing <laughs> I would watch that shit yeah, dude. when uh, awesome. it, uh, it, 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 that opened it up a little bit yeah it had Sean
1: Kemp on it and it had a collaboration with Rakim and it was there was like- music
0: and and, um, so highlights videos and, yeah, yeah. We, you saw charles barkley duncan to born to be wild are you kidding me that was the shit i love I that i
2: about the
1: Bengals and about like you know music from that i right. remember whitney houston dr j like you know
0: patty labelle sang him on jordan's highlights yeah. saying the song feels like another one exactly why the hell do i know that song dude, because of that tape the dude from
1: menace <laughs> to this menace to society was the lead in michael jordan's Playground or, the, or or come fly with me. One of the sequels no, the Michael yeah. Jordan one the lead in Menace who's like Jamie Foxx's homie. So every time you interview Jamie Foxx, the dude from Michael Jordan's playground is at the interviews. And so that's who I go and nerd out. True. My boss at E would be like, Why do you have ten minutes with Jamie Foxx about Michael Jordan's playground? Like that's not what we wanted to know. Like,
2: uh, uh, that's do, what not that's not what you wanted, but yeah. I think that's what America wants. Wait, you know. question Do they have footage? of like extra footage of the Pistons Pacers brawl and have you asked well, for Well, that's, that's the thing, right? It's like there hasn't been a big fight in the NBA since that.
1: I remember watching that live. You watched and, that live? Yeah, it was a Friday night in New York. There was, was randomly on ESPN and you're mm-hmm. watching the game and... That's it, man. It's been so wild now to do stuff with Meta, to do stuff with Ron Artest. Do you ever yeah think do you ever about? Yeah, he talks about it all the time. Absolutely. What does wow. he? You know how messed up a situation it was, and how he handled it wrong, and how he paid the price for it. And if you think about the fact that he was you know he lost millions of dollars spent for a season and all was yeah. There. Yeah. you know and now he could be at the kids choice awards like getting slimed on or he's everybody loves meta world he's a pandas friend yeah you know what i mean everybody he's loves made a champion he's a yeah. you know he's an advocate for mental health issues and wow. he's out there creating content and cartoons like meta's awesome to think he was in the mouse at the palace like that was
2: nuts that's Steven crazy. Jackson. Man. That might be. <sighs> Stephen Jackson, yeah. I just met him at the airport it's and loose. I had it in a 10 minute conversation, had to ask him about it. But it was just like. So you're, you could be a correspondent on our show.
1: We got to do that, man. Dude, if oh, you know what you got to come with? A thousand percent. Too? Boom. In. WNBA All Star Weekend, Seattle, Washington. When this is Summer, it? July 21st, 2nd, and 3rd. Oh, that's my bachelor in. party. Damn. WNBA All <laughs> WNBA Seattle. What better place for a bachelor party? Rad, all right, what? Well, Tons of athletic Friendship fans. on the
2: line. <laughs> Come on. Friendship on the line. Is Sue Bird going to be there? Oh, my God. Oh, is Sue Bird going to be at your WNBA bachelor WNBA
1: All-Star Weekend. <laughs> Seattle, Pacific right. Northwest in the summertime.
0: is my one get-out-of-jail-free card. If, if, if I can get Rebecca Lobo to be the
2: entertainment.
1: <laughs> Rebecca Lobo and a bottle of Chardonnay? It's done. You guys are ready to
2: go, <laughs> dude. That's Killer, am- huh? I mean, I would. I mean, dude, I the, I I would love to find a way to 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 blend the comedy sports world with you for sure. Yeah, yeah. Some yeah, correspondent or something. Got to figure it out. It's dope that you've been able to uh, really like take all your skill sets and and. You know, put, I mean, in like the NBA live, like the live aspect and then the sports and the, uh, uh, just conversing with people on the fly, like it seems like you, which I guess is what you do. Like, I don't know who said it, Brad, you might know because you know shit like this, but like Mm -hmm. the, like you use everything that you, Steve Martin. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was like, is it a fucking uh, I'm,
0: Sherry I, I'm, or, I'm that weird computer that brings that, up stats. That's and, so, yeah, that's so that's dope.
1: Me. You mentioned that I was at an NBA Legends brunch all-star weekend recently. Grant Hill was getting honored and Kristen Ledlow from Inside Stuff took mm-hmm. us and we all went. And, and And David Robinson was speaking and he says, I think it was a quote uh, from maybe George Washington Carver said something to the effect of like, start with what you have and then go from there, mm-hmm. which is so true, right? Is people are looking to advance their life and their careers and to find their way and it's like you have so much around you you have so much within you uh, even if you don't have relationships or connections you've got enthusiasm you've got knowledge you've got determination like you have all these resources yeah. at your disposal you just gotta creatively think about how you can bring
0: value and if, you know, you're, and if you're Ben Lyons you have a piece of the aggro crack in your house you know what I mean, I mean so and I think uh, I, I, I think that's what we all have to take away the from it you most
1: treacherous mountains in life you know it's just a little perspective <laughs> Perseverance and, uh, you know, a 10-second head start because you won the slalom.
2: Uh, I, all right. Yeah. Well, as we wrap up, I just want to do uh, something that a friend of ours uh, d- uh, does on a podcast where he names some people. and You just say something about them that comes to your mind. Oh, yeah. that's, all right. Let's do it. <clears throat> uh, Mario Lopez. Excited.
1: What's up, buddy? Hey, man. What's up, buddy? Always. That's excited. it's He's excited. He's in the gym at five. What? He's ready to go. I guess you have to be. I shouldn't yeah. be surprised by that. Great yeah. performance as Greg Louganis in a TV movie once. Ooh sports and comedy it wasn't yeah. so much a
2: comedy but yeah it's, it's another, kind of it's... funny because
1: it's mario that's another it. guy so you like
2: you mentioned um uh you see everywhere or whatever yeah. yeah well miley doing like a breakout like where's mario like i would like greg luganis hey man the guy can't he's act he's proving it like i could see him in the basement in pulp fiction sitting there
1: with an apple <laughs> in the corner being oh, like man. what's up man one can only hope <laughs> what's up dude uh Marshawn lynch beast mode um uh Marshawn Lynch is amazing I don't know why I'm doing word association You didn't tell me to do that But I I love I love seeing how curious He is with Playing off of People's awkwardness Or uncomfortable You know Nature It's really cool to see him Travel That thing he did in Ireland Where he was going over there With Skittles or whatever Yeah He almost got hit by a bus (laughs) You know Like I I think it's coming from A place of curiosity Looking for the bus It didn't
0: hit him Curiosity
1: (laughs) about uncomfortableness like yeah. like awkwardness I don't think it's because he's just super curious and wants to meet all types of people it's the opposite I think he wants to play in that space of yeah. you know misconception and, go
2: outside and, his uh, comfort zone yeah I think he's, he's awesome is it cool that athletes do you enjoy when athletes do uh, show that much of themselves and kind of oh, go against yeah. the grain? Absolutely, man. I don't want to see Marshawn Lynch
1: sitting on NFL Tonight being like analyzing a defense. You know what I mean? I want to mm-hmm. see him out Anybody there. Anybody can do that. You know, like I want to see him out there in the world touching people and doing stuff. So
2: uh, Carson Daly.
1: Man, that's the career, dude. Oh, what? Right. Last call to Carson Dale, he's been on for 15 years at 1 o'clock in the morning on NBC or whatever. And he gets to have cool people on the show and play golf, have kids. He just won the Pebble Celeb Pro-Am. Yep. Crushing the Orange Room. I have a fun game with a friend of mine at at uh, Universal. Her name's Tara Martino. She's a publicist. And I always like to just take anyone's career and I can just make it be like, Huge and just so awesome. Like Carson's is, so it's yeah. not that hard yeah. to do. Still, but on still the radio, host a morning radio show. He, wa- he wants to talk, he wants the voice, he wants to do something everything. with some Coachella band called Cucumber Surprise. Like, he can, he wants to do something with Nick Faldo, he can, he yeah. wants to do something on the Today Show with Scarlett Johansson, right. he
2: can. Like, he can do whatever he wants. By the way, I just remembered, uh, in talking about multiple gigs, when you did, yeah, Yo- were we friends at this point, Yahoo on the Road? When yeah, you did that's right, that? across in Seattle, yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, mm-hmm. how did that gig come about?
1: I had done some, you know, freelance gig with Yahoo here yeah. and there, hosting one-offs and stuff. And they had this idea of a way to introduce a lot of new product, a weather app, a new. Uh, they'd go across the country and put on these concerts, and we went five weeks on a bus. It was yeah. my first real time in America. Like, let's be honest. I grew up in New mm-hmm. York. I live in LA. Yeah. I don't really know. Like, oh, eleven o'clock on a Friday in... And- Uh, Hour outside St. Louis what do you guys want to get into you know so (laughs) we went to Dallas Cincinnati Seattle Idaho we did we had Macklemore and Kendrick Lamar and Imagine Dragons and John Legend and they had some really good artists and we came on stage and introduced them and
2: that was really fun. Tour bus life pretty dope. I just did it for the first time. He's done it before. It's so
1: yeah. dope when you're not driving.
2: Like, Come on. Oh, oh yeah.
1: Man, everyone I'm the host. I sit in the back. I oh, got yeah, all the dude. DVDs from the gas stations, oh, the dollar yeah. box. <laughs> That's your DVD gas like, station. I'll watch the, like, you know, the firm for one dollar. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, it was long,
0: dope. Long kiss good night. Sure. Why not? <laughs> um Michelle Beadle. Um she is she, Michelle
1: Beadle has worked it out for herself because she just like lets everyone know like hey I love the Spurs I love yep. staying home and watching Game of Thrones I know everything about sports and I drink wine like pay me tons of money <laughs> and she's like really good live she's as comfortable yeah. doing live at a NBA finals or whatever mm-hmm. as she is sitting on the couch watching Game of Thrones or whatever yep. like, she's super cool love I, we did 2 that. weeks of radio together it was like two summers ago maybe and yeah we were up at 5am every day and she's yeah, Beatles awesome. Is somebody
2: like that, does, does she go out of her way to throw advice? As somebody like you, who's uh, a few, you know, she's got some years on experience wise, right? I believe, oh, world.
1: let me tell you about back in my well, I don't day. Know, I mean, when I, I was your age, or do you like, I'm
2: like you're yeah, you obviously experienced, but, but yeah, but
1: she's she's somebody who knows her voice and knows her self
2: worth and knows. Do you pick up from watching, or do the people like that? Do they go out of the way to say like, oh, or do you ask? You seek or, it out. You yeah. know
1: what I mean? You hear it with athletes too, who might be like, yo, I was a rookie and I made sure. And Kevin Garnett speaks fondly of Sam Mitchell in his time in Minnesota, and it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, you want to pick people's brains and ask them for nuggets and advice for sure She yeah. she knows the value of like what she brings to the table and her gravitas and her voice and you can take that from beetle for Hell sure.
2: Yeah. uh kobe bryant
1: man these laker fans love him huh i didn't know <laughs> like i didn't That's Brad. i didn't understand how real it was till i moved here yeah i thought oh he's one of the best players in the game he's a superstar it's a religion yeah, oh, yeah. it's
0: a it, 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 it's the church of kobe it's, un- it, it's it's pretty nuts. It's
1: unreal. It's yeah. unreal and 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 moving here when I did was like 06 so that was prime. Kobe versus everybody mode that was Yeah, like, that I'm was him. fuck the gonna world. We're going to go down. We're going to yeah. lose by I don't care. I'm take... And then it was the championships and the three finals appearances. Yeah, and the, the the game last year. You know, the ride off for the side. These Laker fans, like you, you're complaining. Oh, I haven't been in the finals in seven years. You know, it's like no, you got the Kobe victory tour. Yeah, you tried to cut the line with Dwight Howard and Steve Nash, and, and now you have to <laughs> suffer. And this is your first year of being in the basement and get get comfortable. It's going to be ten
0: years. <laughs> it's going to be ten years. Yeah, it's 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 like weird coming from a Knicks fan where it's like you're not you're not guaranteed anything. We're Knicks fans. We know. (laughs) No,
1: Knicks have replaced the Cubs now, and that's like, oh, it's the sorriest franchise. Yeah, 1972. You know, so how old are you? Uh, 33.
0: 33,
1: and you grew up in Orange County. All right, so when you first discovered basketball. Yeah. That was Showtime,
0: eighty-seven, eighty-eight. Oh wow! Back, back-to-back Byron championships. God, and Michael <laughs> like,
1: Thompson. And... Spoiled. Oh, Byron oh. Scott was my favorite player. Oh, totally right. So that's yeah, when, that's
0: when you're falling in love with the game in your backyard. The, yeah, you got the, tickets to the Forum, and, and then you had Magic, and then oh, killer. Even in like the mid '90s, when they were, when they were we, bad, the mid '90s, it was still fun. The players like round of the playoffs. Nick Van Exel was Siddle cool. Three. Yeah, 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 those guys. And Eddie, yeah, those guys. And Eddie oh, then Jones, oh, Eldon Campbell, Eddie Jones, Cedric Sabalos. You say that sure.
1: Ninety-three. You're an eight seed two games against Phoenix I ultimately lose but so what yeah, it's, like it's, it's somewhat there and then, then, then it's you start drinking right you start drinking and watching sports <laughs> that's a different relationship yeah. right totally when you're, is. when you're 11 and you're waiting for an autograph when you're 21 and you're trying to go to the party yeah. what's that that's Shaq and Kobe that's right? Shaq and Kobe oh man you and hang that's, out your friends watching Shaq and Kobe Rick going Fox, to the parades finals parades 0.04 seconds drinking at the yeah. parade right? then fast forward a little bit what do you get? You get money for the first time in your life. You're yeah. a working comedian. You've done some mm-hmm. jobs. The Red Bull check clears. Podcast
2: getting down. It's <laughs> a courtside of Laker game. You you you're dancing on the jumbo get... trying to
1: meet Chris Pratt in the bathroom. You know what I mean? That's happened. Your friends have money. You got courtside. Now you're winning. To Andrew Bynum comes to town. Youngest yeah. player ever. All-star for Bynum. Two twi- titles. Twi- twin
0: towers you know, with him and Powell. And,
1: oh, the disaster of Karl Malone and Gary Payton when you only yes. got to the finals. What a right.
0: disaster that was. Got to was. game seven. You guys are so fucking Detroit. spoiled.
1: <laughs> it's, it's Unreal, but right, those three life marks: yes, falling in love with the game, drinking, having money. You had nothing but success at right. all three of those key developmental in, stages.
0: Which really means, analyze this. It's amazing. By which, the way, you
1: asked me, what do you, what do you mean when you say Kobe Bryant? No, yeah. yeah. the, the, Kobe, the
0: question
2: was, did you play a musical instrument right. as a child? Yeah,
0: which means in seven years, when you say we're going to be good again, that's about when uh, on, the, on the life track. That's probably when my first kid will be like just Dad, being aware Dad, of I basketball. Jersey too, yeah. I mean? And You're and there like, there you well, go. let's fucking watch the Lakers. Here's let's watch the ball brand. kids. Yeah, Lakers jersey. Yep. So much success. And then that, and then it's that. Crazy. That's when we'll hit you it again. Are spoiled. You know what? Fuck you, Brad. So
1: yeah. <laughs> right. so Kobe. So Kobe, like I said, that now nah, but you do the radio out here and you'll you'll go off. You're like, yeah, you know, he's 35 and he just missed last season with uh, an Achilles, and I don't know if it's the best idea. What? He's Kobe Bryant. He's still the greatest player of all time. He's got five rings, and you're like, all right, Jimmy in Alhambra, <laughs> thanks for calling.
0: Yeah, 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 I was I was definitely on the fan track of please retire Kobe. Just Oh, really? Ju- I was definitely on that track. You know? yeah. I want I wanted I, was like, I wanted
1: please resort to being like the ninth man on a
0: team and yeah, to, uh, shoot the ball six times. Yeah. You're no, not, not the dude. Now, come off the bench the same way Paul Kobe. Pierce is doing yeah. right now for the Clippers. It's it's not happening for Which, By the right way,
2: I went to that Clippers game the other night where they honored Pierce and he didn't even get in the game and I was like, "Doc, man, like what like is there something what are they honor Pierce for is Paul Pierce nice well in the yeah I mean it was just like his last game against the Celtics or something uh, yeah that's what it was and they yeah. put him up and I was like what the f- like what is what, let him hit a he shot he hit
1: the three pointer in his last game in, the in Boston yeah. maybe you want to Kit, end it on that kiss I the floor. guess but like as you yeah. saw from his bowling performance on my show he yep. not really, doesn't really have it anymore <laughs> touch, uh, two more Adam Sandler Um, yeah, Sam is one of those dudes who gets to just like do what he wants and do it with the people he wants to do it with. Like, I touched his world a little bit with the Happy Madison stuff with House Bunny, yeah. And it's all his friends hanging out on set, and the same people work on the same movies, and that's kind of the way it should be, right?
2: How do you you feel about the people who, like, as I'm you're uh, like us that came up with his movies, right? So, like, obviously, there's been a, a shift, like. And people shit on it now. They're like, why are you making... But it's like, he's probably making more money than he ever did. It makes all the money you want to do. You
1: get to travel the country with your five best friends and do your stand-up and go on every talk show dressed in sweatpants. Like, he figured it out. Like, what? And, okay, with the you know cinephile in me like to see him walk that's closer to, to know, like yeah. Punch Drunk Love and to yeah, right. Spanglish um, and, and the, stuff like the that one, the Judd Apatow one that I love that's funny really people. good that's pretty long but really yeah, good yeah. funny people yeah. uh, would, can he do more of that like Maybe doesn't want Everybody to. Doesn't want to. Like I remember Jerry Ferrara once was like, "Yo, I'm trying to go in this movie. I don't want to sit in the desert in Arizona and cry for three months and lose weight and like do all this stuff." Like Adam Sandler, you want to go make a movie with your buddies and yeah, about Selma pe- Hayek, yeah, about peeing in the pool, out. peeing in the pool in yeah, a water park, yeah, go awesome. for it
0: and check. And Dan, Pe- like you get totally, like, and, and and I don't know, like I, I had nothing but Rex it, Ryan from Adam Ray's second favorite team, the Jets, is in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: I liked the movie with um uh, with Sandberg, where he they're like father and son. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, they're in Rhode Island is or whatever. That's my boy. That movie's great. Yeah, that movie's great. Yeah.
2: Um, our right, last one, Jeffrey Lyons.
1: Ah, the man. Yeah, the greatest dad I could ever ask for. So supportive. The most intelligent man in the world. Like he knows stuff about presidents and kings and politics and history and he's so well traveled and informed and
2: when man, do you check in with him more every day in? I talk to him every day
1: yeah. we, we watch each other's stuff we send funny clips to each other and I love you know talking to him about I remember he had an T.I. and I was giving him stuff, and he was like, he, his whole intro was like, "I'm
2: here with the Rubber Band Man." And T.I. was just so <laughs> shocked, and he like knew all his stuff. Have you helped to educate your dad on some of the more like, the, like just current artists and? People oh yeah. He, yeah, we get into it all the
1: time. Absolutely, we get into it all the time with actors and and musicians, and and it's really funny that he still wants to go out there and see film at the level that he's doing it at, and the people he's in inter- he's in, inter- he interviewed Snoop for. It's that movie, like a horror movie once called Bones, and he, I gave him all these lyrics to quote, and it's just oh, so fun shit. to share it with him. That's know? great. It's yeah, he's the
0: best. I love, I, I love that you guys have that bond, and love that you have that. Uh, Common job. And, he invented the real yeah. fan life, man. He has a Red Sox
1: fan in New York. He mm. knew which side of the street in Sixth Avenue he could listen to the game on the radio in the '80s, and Crazy. and it was like next to an Armenian music station. So you'd be like, "Oh, Wade Boggs on deck," and like it would bleed in at <laughs> oh the station. And he's just like, he is. He listens to about 155 Red Sox games on the radio a year. It's Amazing. pretty impressive If you don't live in Boston It's like, yeah. incredible That's pretty hardcore yeah. So he's the higher Boston Oh my god Not across all sports Just yeah. with the Red Sox He's in spring training right now He goes on Thursday actually Spring yeah. training is the
2: greatest We've yeah, been there yeah
1: Yeah yeah We went for um, My high school baseball team Would go in Arizona I And mean, we do that That was always fun I mean there's a sports company In that High school Private school baseball team Goes oh, to Arizona yeah, For spring training There's in
2: the 90s We should really ASU
1: uh, Hooters There's the movie there
0: <laughs> dude. It's a movie, uh, well, right? dude Call right? like your buddy Adam Sandler You E-ball, could do it Sandler yeah, yeah. produces
1: for Netflix you, Adam Ray stars the JV baseball there. coach
2: oh my god we had a
1: JV coach this guy Noah Lefever. He, he would come and he'd be like Ben I'm addicted to action I was at the Indian Casino last night it's all so late you know you could do a whole a it's a great idea great idea
2: there might be some entourage ballers like in there, but like, a uh, low level. I mean, private like, school in New York City. They go out to Arizona,
1: and we stayed in like a motel on the side of a freeway. Other, we were praying there's a softball team from Iowa there. <laughs> this was high, wait, This was high school.
2: <laughs> yeah, like 97, 98. I took so many high school basketball trips, so I'm sure right. those elements, like they're the totally.
1: same. Arizona Mills Mall. You're when trying told.
2: to find trouble because you're in high school and you're out of your fucking zone. This
1: is a funny one. I was on the bus at Sundance, which is like the best way to meet people. And get around the yeah. festival and Some guy said he does Lifestyle movie marketing He does test screenings I said the best test screening I ever went to Was at early screening For Scary Movie At the Arizona Mills Mall Like a test screening It was mm-hmm. 18 of us In high school And we we're 18 He goes Yo That Screening got me a promotion It's a legendary screening Of how successful The scare. Weinstein's moved The premiere up We did all this stuff Off of that screening And here we are On the oh bus to Sundance Oh my god It was like Movie tickets You know Research screenings yeah, yeah, Or yeah. whatever Yeah mm. 18 dudes up in there In Arizona Screaming at scary movie Like it's oh the funniest movie god. ever Yeah dude there's, yeah, there's Like what's the funniest movie You remember seeing As a Austin kid Austin
2: Powers Going to see Austin Powers You mm. lost your mind Lost my mind Lost it rats. Mallrats yeah, like but Austin he's Powers? British. What? Yeah, come on. The second, the second one too. <laughs> what? His it teeth are a Cruise, mess. This is
1: hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Right.
2: Uh, so funny. Uh, real quick side tangent. Uh, real yeah. quick, last story. When yeah. you mentioned Wade Boggs, you made me think of. Uh, when I chased uh, a Mariners-Red Sox game in the Kingdom and I waited for Mariners, Jay Buhner, Edgar Griff, whoever to come out and sign shit and Boggs came out and I chased him all the way to the bus, went onto the bus, I was like 11 years old, had a ball. Uh, by the time uh, I got to the bus, he already had a beer in his hand and I go, Mr. Boggs, will you sign this? I was on the bus, he signed it and then burped and blew it in my face. <laughs> a beer burp, a Boggs beer burp.
0: Coming this summer from, <laughs> from Adam Sandler. Boggs beer burp. Uh,
1: 11 years old at the urinal in the press booth at Fenway Park. I look over, is Reggie Jackson. Says, hey kid, who's your favorite player? I said, Wade Boggs. I love Wade. He looks at his buddy He goes, Wade Boggs fucking sucks.
0: Ben Lyons everybody hey. Wait, Boggs
2: if you're out there Come on the podcast And defend yourself There you go uh, You're at Ben Lyons On all social media yeah I am Ben Lyons yeah Adam Ray Thanks for having me on Dude this dude. was the
1: best This was awesome I Good mean, to
2: meet you Good to see yeah. you Thanks Super cool uh, Yeah thank you And
0: we'll uh, Brad we'll, Yeah we'll uh, We'll uh, we'll, uh, we'll, uh, we'll uh, see you on Mason In Ireland soon
1: Yeah good luck with Lonzo Ball And your Figueroa parade
0: <laughs> Next year
1: It's gonna be a long summer Until your next year Winning a title Fuck <laughs> you, <laughs> you
2: Brad Good night everybody <laughs> Dion Cole, Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Michael McDonald, Jaleel White, Bud Friedman, Steve-O, Harlan Williams, Tom Arnold, Ron Funches, Rick Glassman, Blake Anderson, Anders Holm, Jessamay Peluso, Joey McIntyre, and many, many more. I'm Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Good night. That's it, right? You got it? Sweet. Boy, it smells good in that booth, by the way. What kind of candle is that? Hanukkah willow? (laughs) Nice.
1: Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she
2: uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s.